Welcome to Love Alexi. My name is Alexi Wasser. I'm your host, and this is my podcast. And my guest today is writer Steve Bazalone. Steve currently writes for a show called The Goldbergs. Ever heard of it? It's kind of a hit show. I think maybe you have, but whatever. He writes for the show. He's also written for Community, Happy Endings, and he has his own podcast called Terribly Funny that you should subscribe to immediately. Um, I've been a guest on Terribly Funny. I can't recommend it enough. Before I throw us over to my conversation with Steve, which at the first half of it is very like, there's a lot of energy and we're talking a lot and it's very flirtatious and, you know, but if you stay with it, it gets a lot more grounded. Steve has struggled with with health issues and he talks about that and he went through a divorce, a very public divorce and, and uh, he's just so funny and lovely and a wonderful guy and... Uh, yeah, so we settle more into the conversation and open up, uh, in, you know, middle towards the end. Just letting you know, in case you cared, it's not just all frenetic flirting, I promise. Um, but that is my specialty. Anyway, side number, side note. So I've been talking about how I was going to drive to the Sundance Film Festival, and I did. I am here at the Sundance Film Festival. I drove up. It was like a 13-hour drive because I stopped a bunch because I, I'm 5'11", and I didn't realize the, the importance of stretching on a long drive, and I stopped at, like, McDonald's. I'm sorry. I did it. I, uh, I got an individually wrapped apple pie and uh, a sausage McMuffin and french fries, and I was in heaven. But here's the thing. So I'm still here, still interviewing people, uh, seeing lots of movies, m- running into people I know, meeting lots of wonderful new people I, I'd never met before. Um... And I want, I expected to drive home today, but uh, there's a snowstorm coming. So I'm, I've got to wait to drive back home in my Prius uh, like an idiot. Uh, there's so much to tell you, whatever. I'll talk about that next week, about my uh, the, the entire Sundance Film Festival experience. Aside from that, here's the thing. If you like Steve Bazalone, if you want more of him, and why wouldn't you? The guy is single with incredible bone structure who's been through a lot and has come out the other side and is charming and talented and driven and just the greatest. I'm so lucky that he's in my life. And now he's in your life, too, because you're going to get to know him for about two hours on this podcast here. Uh, find him on social media, on Instagram, at S. Bazalone. Um, you know, uh, if you like me, if you like this podcast, you should subscribe. Subscribe on iTunes. Rate the show. Leave a comment. You can find me on social media, at Alexi Wasser. And uh, I love getting your emails. That's one of my favorite things ever. I would love for you to send all emails, uh, questions, thoughts, conundrums, comments, whatever. Send those to dearlovealexi at gmail.com and I'll read them on the show. And uh, yeah, now I'm just going to shut the fuck up so you can enjoy my loosey-goosey conversation uh, with Steve Bazalone. Now entering Nerdist.com. It's showtime. <laughs> Oh my god, we're doing it! It's so proud of that. It's so exactly what I want. Oh my god, this is Hello. Eric Stoppel. What's up, man? How Hello. you doing? Nice to meet you, sir. Good to see you. You're sitting there. Okay. Yeah, it's uh. This is much smaller than it looks on your Instagram. It's very. It's a cup, cute cubby hole, right? It's very cute. We are rolling, right? This is amazing. It's cute as shit. Cute as shit. Get it. I'm, I'm way more high tech than what I do. Oh really? You've seen what I do. Isn't this why? That's why I'm glad we're doing this studio. Yes. We're, we're it's fancy. Oh great. Yeah, this is like we're not. We're not. We don't miss a beat here. Headphones. Oh my god, are you ready? Okay. This is a whole situation. Oh my god, are you ready? This probably sounds way better too. Oh my it? god! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, already, we did I'm it. I'm comparing myself to that's <laughs> oh my exciting. God. Well, I don't mean I don't even know how to. I mean, it's Sunday. It I'm is sleepy. Sunday. I don't yeah. I don't know how to podcast on a Sunday. 
Yeah, I, I, that I can, I've done. You that's, have? It's fine, it's easy. We're here with Steve Bazelon, a.k.a. <laughs> yeah, and there's like, they, I think they're playing D&D downstairs. They are playing Dungeons & Dragons downstairs. Yeah, for which, sure. Which I don't think is embarrassing because I just watched Freaks and Geeks. Is it funny to see me in my headphones? Yeah, you look great. I do I? You I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't. I don't think I don't. I'm just saying, is no, it funny? Really oh, so good you're going to take a photo? What yeah. You, what you can see is Steve Bazelon is taking <laughs> Are you Snapchatting? No, I don't do that much. That's, are you doing, that's your game. Are you doing video? No, I'm just taking a picture of you. Why are you moving the camera around so much? Because I got a picture of Aristotle in the background. Because I was, I was fucking working on my oh, composition. Oh, very right? cool. <laughs> very cool. Starting hard, starting mm-hmm. fast, starting tangential. Yeah, wait. Thank Freaks you. and Geeks is what got you into D&D? Hold on one second. Thank you for my free coffee. And also, how, did, how why did it take you so long to watch Freaks and Geeks? It came out like 20 years ago. You have no idea. Because it's one of those things. Have you, Aristotle, have you seen Freaks and Geeks? Yeah, of course he has. Okay. So the other day, because he's not a loser like me is what you're saying? I, that's the implication. Yeah. I can't. Okay. So here's the no, thing. You actually, the thing is like Aristotle and I were out. We were sitting at home Just, masturbating. You were out like living life. I was going to say, well, here's what I think. It came out in 99. Mm-hmm. It's graduating high school. Same. Uh, I, I think I, I was like, I'm all about sex in the city. I was oh, very into sex in the city. Sure, I was sure. moving to New York thinking that like I'm Carrie Bradshaw. And then also Freaks and Geeks. It got to the point between then and now where I, I mean, I did not even know this is where this podcast was going to go. And this is, well, it's, it's very exciting. It's a wild ride, you know? We're it's just, just twigs like, in the just hands like twigs of a mighty in, river. In the hands of a what? <laughs> a mighty river. I'm putting this away. Okay, I'm putting my phone away. Um, wow. So between then and now, mm-hmm. everybody was talking about Freaks and Geeks so much mm-hmm. that I was like, you I felt- re- I felt, resented it? I resented it. I yeah. felt like I saw it. I was upset I wasn't on it or something. Or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you would have been, been good. Or I'm like, I was like, this is so cool. Now I feel like I have to lie and say I've seen it. I think I probably have- I think I probably lied and said I've seen it. And oh, so, yeah. I've done that with a lot of things. Yeah. Like, I've done that with, you know, classic movies like Gone with the Wind and- that's Citizen Kane, never Citizen seen it. Citizen Kane, I'm never like, seen it. it's not the one with like Red Rover or Red Rover. Red Rover no, Red. Yeah, what good. is the thing? What's it's, the it's sled? Rosebud. Rosebud. That's what I'm saying. See, I can, I can yeah. bullshit my way through. You haven't things. even seen it. Yeah, but I know stuff. I went to film school. Did you? Well, it wasn't. I wasn't a film major, but it was. A, it was a film school. Where'd you go to school? Emerson College. Okay, we'll get there. Okay. The Lavender Lions. Let me just finish my freaks and geeks story. Yeah, please, please. So I've lied about seeing. It. So the other day, I'm mm-hmm. out with my friend. Dallas Clayton. Who's, who's whose dog, dog is this? There's some rogue. You guys can't see there's some rogue dog that just made its way up here. Yeah, it's a cute hey, little pup. I want this dog in here. Yeah, I don't think I don't think whoever that was wanted that dog in here. We should have Snapchat it. We just missed a primo primo opportunity. Oh man, what a great snap that would have been. Oh my god, we blew it. So anyway, here's Freaks the thing. Freaks and geeks, take take me through it. The other, by the way, your glasses are so reflective. They're like ref, they're like. I knew, I know what you like. I know what you want to be able to see yourself while you're doing this. <laughs> want to get that? I can put them on if uh, it makes no. Yeah. Okay, so I've never seen this cool show that everybody talks about. Mm-hmm. This cult favorite. Yep. Uh, I've also never seen Arrested Development. Oh boy. Never seen. Haven't really watched all of Larry Sanders. Only seen like the pilot episode after Gary Shanley died. There's a lot of stuff in, in Larry Sanders that I've not seen the whole thing. It's like okay. all piecemeal that I saw when it was on. Yeah. So it's not. I need to go back and rewatch it. This is some like <clears throat> weird pop culture comedian confessional situation it where was. we're like, this it is, does feel like a confessional. Like we were just gonna say it. We. We, we're fronting. We're yeah. fronters. We, we're mad fronters. And I got to be honest, I'm a little bit behind on Game of Thrones. I've never. I'm not I, really into it. I've only. I'm like five or six seasons behind. Are you close enough to the mic? Because I know you're not prepared because you don't have as cool a podcast as I, I do with like the technical capability like this. With, like, yeah, the no. Studio. I basically. I usually use like an old like talk boy. Like, a you talk remember, boy. You remember like uh, Home Alone Two? Yeah, Kevin seen it. That's, it. Yeah. that's the good see, one. The Christmas one. That's yeah, the good that's one. the good one. Because I always, always, always want to be like, mm-hmm. I want to get lost in New York and be at the Plaza Hotel. Yeah, and meet like a weird bird lady. That's the. That's what I didn't like about the movie. I was like, you get, like the bird lady. I was like, get away from this. 
sinister, dirty hooligan. And she lives in the Met? She lives in the rafters of the Met? That's a fucking great deal. I mean, if we are never going to finish this Freaks and Geeks story, that's fine with me. Just tell me if you don't want to hear no, it. I'm just, hey, look, we're just, I, I am, I'm just a part. Oh, see, he's got the same thing. That's my recorder over there. That's yeah, it. because that's what we're recording the show on. Yeah, but you just w- have actual microphones. We're just, yeah. Okay. So here's the thing to everybody out there. So Steve Bazalone, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Baz... Right, yep. he is a writer on the Goldbergs. True story. A real. Hi- Could you? I'm turning it off. I, his phone just blew on. up. That was yeah. uh, Mr. Goldberg himself. Can you turn it over and put my eye? Oh my god! Oh my Jesus god! This Christ. is why it didn't work out. <laughs> just kidding. Uh-huh. I can't, are you recording this? No, it's just my phone. I know, but my fo- the phone is like a beacon for my eyeballs. It's, what, what, it's, what? Oh my god! I'm just. Jesus I put god. my phone away for you. You're like a, a cat with a shiny thing. Uh-huh. So Steve has a podcast. It's a true story. It's called Terribly Awkward. Nope. No, sorry. Terribly Funny. There it is. I'm Terribly Awkward. Yeah. Your podcast is Terribly Funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been a guest on it. That's true. You're the second guest. Or actually, I guess, dual first. What does that mean? Well, when I launched it, was you and Dan Levy at the same time. Okay. But he was the first guest, technically. He was the first guest, technically. Yeah. But you just, uh, you just blasted him out. At the same time, I did. You were like, "I'm excited." Well, because it was like started off, and like you know, like you know, here's what it is. Twofer. Yeah, it's a twofer. Yeah. So yeah, exciting. (laughs) It's exciting stuff. And then you've 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 already been written up in Entertainment Weekly for your podcast. It's true. It's true. I know. I saw that. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "That's great." Secretly furious. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe this. He's done four podcasts. No. How do you get this right up? It had been like fifteen or twelve or something. Seven podcasts. Yep. Right up in Entertainment Weekly. Yeah. Completely furious. It's just really good. What can I tell you? <laughs> oh it's really, God. really good. So the plan was, okay, so I record my podcast every Thursday from 12 to 2. Yeah, I can't that, do that. That's the secret thing. How do you find people to do that? I'm, that's, don't you, don't, aren't your guests working people? It's a difficult oh, thing. Like all, you have all homeless people, all hobos that do All the podcasts. ladies from, that's why, I, yeah, that's like yeah. the lady from the... That movie. Yeah, you're the bird lady. You bird ladies. All I have are bird ladies. Well, that's I'd be interested. In anyway, yeah. so I I do twelve to two because I I you know I uh, I'm interviewing uh, artistic moguls. You yeah. know what I mean? They're living their lives. They're making their own hours they're and taking whatnot. Taking long lunches. Taking long long lunches. Yep. So I thought, okay, if I'm going to have Steve on the show, he's got a job. You mm-hmm. are on the Sony lot. Yep. I just sure. yep. I just uh, blew up your spot or whatever. And now people can you, find you're going to find him on the Sony lot, yeah. probably at the Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, the CBTL. Sure, why not? Um, I love. Studio lots. I just love them. Yeah, they're great. God, and the, Sony feels like uh, like uh, Disneyland a little bit because there's like a huge rainbow? rainbow. Yeah, it feels like a weird like art installation piece. And everybody's happy. I've Are worked they? on a bunch of other lots, and I like like Paramount's great. Oh my god, Paramount on Melrose. It's so great. That's my dream is to be like a series regular on that show on uh, on the Paramount on, lot on show. The Melrose show. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> You just you just don't want to drive that far. That's the closest <laughs> lot to you. Actually, CBS, but I don't want to out myself. There's nothing on CBS. You're going to be like a contestant on The Price is Right. That's all you can do there. Or like be, I think Days of Our Lives is there. <laughs> or maybe you can be on a, So You Think You Can Dance. I think they tape that there. For somebody who's talking shit, you know a lot about the shows that happen on CBS. Yeah, I live right there too. Look, we are neighbors. I know what I know. What don't happens. tell people where we live. She lives on the CBS lot. Hey! <laughs> She's like the bird lady at the CBS lot. We're going to get that's back. That's why she's always just in black jeans and a white t-shirt because that's all she has. It's a white classic. Heads. It's a classic look. Oh, no. I love it. Classic chic simplicity. I'm a big fan. I'm the same way. People are going to be like, you know what this is called? It's not It's not called wearing the same thing over and over again. It's called uniform. Yeah, I get Like, that. look at her uniform. I love that. Are you wearing the Alexi? Because you'll see somebody in a green jacket, a white Hanes t-shirt, black jeans, and white heads, and they'll be so, like, the Alexi. I usually think of you. I guess you do wear a green jacket. I always think of you on a black jacket. 
I'm sorry. I think about you frequently. <laughs> I hope it's so. It's always a black jacket. So, uh-huh. the plan was, because Steve is a power player in showbiz, sure. writer for this hit show on He's, ABC, yep. The Goldbergs. Yep. We'll get to the other shows you've written sure, on. Sure, why not? Um, and all, all the other stuff about you. Mm-hmm. Copious notes. Don't look. Don't you dare look. <laughs> what notes are there for, to be taking for me? I, I wrote notes. Yeah, things yeah. I want to touch upon. All right. But I was like, where am I going to find the time to interview Steve? So he has a recorder. You have your own Sony yes, what do you Zoom, get Zoom recorder, Aristotle? H- H4N. It's not Sony, but yeah. Oh, sorry. So, sorry. Um, yeah. You could have used the same thing. No. So the thing was, I was going to podcast. I was going to record this podcast without Aristotle, not in the studio here at Meltdown Comics. I was going to go to Steve's house yep. or wherever, use his recording device. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm actually so glad we didn't, just so we could like do it without having to your worry way. about scheduling. Yeah. Yeah, we do it your way. No, I'm that's just, good. It's, not it's just, better to do is, it. This is what you're used to. This, this is, is your what show. I'm, yeah. I don't want to deviate from what your show is. But almost, we almost did that, but then I, I'm glad I found time in the studio. I'm glad yeah. Aristotle made it work. Yeah, well, they, they just got two of them over there. Jesus. Yeah, two? Riches. Oh my God, I'm stealing one. Yeah. I'm hitting the road with that. Um, okay, just let me just finish this Freaks and Geeks Freaks and Geeks, please. Everybody's on the edge of their show. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Well, you're a writer. I mean, you uh-huh. know what people want. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. a master at storytelling. No, you, you, you dangled this. You already showed the gun. This is Chekhov's gun. Please finish the story. So I okay. So the other day I'm with my friend. Oh yeah. my god, I don't even want the night oh, that I saw you. Brag, you have friends. Oh god. When did you see me? Were, oh yeah, you were too. I was very high. You were I never too get stony. High, you were so really stony. High. You walk past. You've been to the 101 cafe before, right? Yeah, of course. I saw you walk past the bathroom, out the door, because and then I was like, "The bathroom, ba- though." No, there. Yeah, there's a bathroom for the little bar. There's we're talking. There's another tiny bar. And we're that's talking about Hollywood hotspot. Um, Hollywood bathrooms is what we're talking Hollywood about. Hollywood bathrooms at Look, the 101 don't cafe. Don't fuck with me on bathrooms. <laughs> I had a stomach disease for ten years. Oh, I know where all the bathrooms are. You did tell us about that. Yeah, I had a stomach disease for ten years. So you know, you want to know where to shit? I could. Oh my god. No, this is your sweet spot. Oh my god, okay. unbelievable! Oh, you're charmed life. You never have to talk about bowel stuff. I have other problems. Yeah. Okay. Ro- mostly neuroses. <laughs> yeah. Oh, somebody made a joke yesterday. I went out. I went out with another friend. I have mm-hmm. another friend. Wow. I went out into the comedy store yesterday. Saw some comedy. I saw that. And uh, oh, um, somebody's talking about white people, and we're not oppressed. God, they're so, so we... nice, right? I love white people. So white people oppress themselves, uh-huh. and instead of we, we, we don't deal with oppression, we, so we create depression to oppress ourselves. Sure. I thought that was like a really smart joke. Yeah. It's got a couple oppressions in there. Yeah. yeah identify nice. with it, because yeah. you know what problems do I have? Sometimes I have problems. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my friend that night when I saw you, all stony, looking for the bathroom, all confused like at mm-hmm. the 101 Cafe, uh, he said, hey, listen, I had never seen Freaks of Geeks. And I just watched every single episode in one sitting. It was amazing. I wept. It was so deep. It was so incredible. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. I've never seen Freaks and Geeks. You really think I should watch it? Is now the time? He's like, now's the time. This now's is crazy. It's taken it. To- so I watched all 18 episodes of Freaks and Geeks, mm-hmm. wept, felt all these intense feelings. Uh, and I'm such a dork. I was like, we got to get the show back. It was like I was the first person ever watching it. It's been like how many years? It's like 17 years later. Yeah. I'm like, we got to start the petition. <laughs> Yeah, I, it's like I remember I watched The West Wing like five years after it was out. Never seen and it. And I was like, have you guys seen The West Wing? And it was like, yeah, it yeah, won like all the Emmys. Yeah, yeah we fucking seen The West Wing. I know. But it's like, yeah. It's so important. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like following like John Francis Daly. I expect him to still be as little as Sam as he was. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, wait, he writes and directs movies. Yeah, like, a lot of stuff. It's like, like the first time. It's like the first time you have sex. And you're like, sex is awesome, I can't you believe guys. it. You and haven't like, heard of it? Like, yeah, we know. No, we get it. <laughs> I we everybody's kind of been on this train for a while. Yeah, well, I've not seen uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is great. Um, 
But maybe we should interview you now. Maybe I should like no, talk to you. let's just talk about the shows that we should watch. You got facial hair going on. What's this all about? Uh, it's mostly laziness. And then I had like um like a, a pimple that I was like, well, I was going to shave. And then I was like, well, let's just leave this, let this keep rolling because it'll just, uh, you know, it doesn't, you can't see it. It looks good. Does it? Yeah. I feel like I don't grow, like this guy grows facial hair way better. He's 22 years old. Yeah, which is just embarrassing. Just 24. <laughs> yeah, so he's, I still, I'm still 11 years older and he still grows facial hair way better. I don't know about that. But I have that. a baby face. You do. Both yeah. of you are beautiful. You've got great heads of hair. You've got that we whole swivel it. top thing. You both mm-hmm. have the same hairdo. It's yeah, true. like Bob's big boy. Mine's a little bit long right now. Is that like on purpose? Are you guys going for a thing you saw in GQ or like? No, mine's just getting longer. So it usually like more pushed. I don't know. It's just I thing. like how it is now. Thank don't. You. I'm letting it grow out a little bit. Don't deviate from this. This is good. This is it. Well, it's going to get longer. It's none of my business though. Okay. No. Do, do what you want to do. I want to hear your insight. So how do we meet? Because I always ask how do we my meet? guests um, we met, um, Make it, like, I was aware of you for a while. You were? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the greatest. Cause Don't like, stop. Because I, like, I was like, ooh, because I remember <gasps> seeing the uh, boy crazy, and I was like, ooh, pretty lady. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, I've told you the story. My blo- I know, but now I we're, did, we're on a saw... podcast now. We're on, like, other people, like, two other people are listening. Yeah, I know. It's exciting. Well, yeah. they'll catch up. Okay. Anyway, so I, I don't know how I, I think because you had stickers around somewhere, and I remember seeing the stickers, and I was like, who is this lady? And then you were just in commercials occasionally, I was like, I know that girl from some stuff, and she's cute. Oh, my God. And then I met you, you said I met you somewhere that I don't remember, but then I met you at Todd's sister's, our friend Todd Strauss and sister's birthday. Todd Strauss. Schulson's sister's birthday. Yep. Got it. And then we went to... At a barbecue place. At a barbecue place. I sat across from you. That's true. Okay. And then we hung out. The first time we really hung out was at our friend, uh, magician extraordinaire Justin Willman's uh, wedding. Ooh, but I also ran into you uh-huh. at the... Seer- no, at Final Girls, Todd Strauss Schulson's... See, this is what I don't remember. Okay, you don't remember weird. this, but maybe it wasn't you, but I think it was you. And oh, by the way, come on. I told... Maybe it wasn't it was, me? Listen, I remember time, all of you ex- you very did, well. Did you go to my website? I think maybe once or twice. I was. I'm not like a person who like scrolls through blogs, but yeah, I think I visited. Hey, I don't like blogs either anymore. Yeah, it's all about podcasts. You know, I also don't listen to podcasts. Oh, so you I'm don't. A hypocrite. What about your own? Well, yeah, because I gotta like you know make sure it's not shitty. Yeah. I just wanted a hobby, man. Oh, it's fun though. It's isn't nice it? to feel like yeah. It's like nice to feel like you have ownership over something because like I love yeah. my job. It's great, but like there's no autonomy there. This is like something that's like oh, this is just a little piece of me. Yeah. It doesn't take a ton of time. And yeah. It's, and it's it's mine's about feelings. Yours is about feelings? Yeah. Mine's about feelings. It is about feelings. Mine's about terrible things that have happened to funny people. Yeah. So there's like a lot of talk about like dead parents or like divorce or breakups or illness or, uh, you know, it's fun stuff. But it's usually, you know, it's got some hard hard stuff. Do you share or do you hold back from sharing a lot about yourself? Or you do no. you meet the person in the middle kind of? I know it's about them I'm, telling your story, but. Yeah, I'm pretty open book. I, I think it's like a pretty, uh, a, a pretty open conversation uh but i try not to like talk too much because also like i only have so many stories if i talk if i tell all my stories up front then it's like i got nothing to talk about for after episode 20 here's what i get confused about the intro to the show i'm still working this out i've done about Mm -hmm. like 40 episodes or whatever sure and i go this is like the most like head up its ass conversation ever we're talking about podcasts on a podcast isn't People are listening. If they're listening, that means they like podcasts. I guess so. Hey. Yeah, that's the target audience. Whatever. They, we're going to move on from this. Oh, my God. Hold on. Nice. My nose is running, everybody. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Turn away, please. Stop the presence. Yeah, turn away from the microphone. My nose is running. Oh, my God. Yesterday, and I will get back to the podcast thing, there, all these people were doing cocaine. Where? I, at, at the comedy store? Yeah. Man, so like the 70s are still alive there. I couldn't believe it. And like my nose is always dripping. I don't do cocaine, mm-hmm. but my nose is always dripping. I can't stop it. I've been to... You know, whatever the doctor is that you go to. Do you think it's from the cocaine? 
No. No. It's just because I have a drippy nose. I have. Yeah. I always post nasal drip all the time. It's real sexy. It's hard mm. being the sexy all the time. Mm. So this other girl's nose was dripping, mm-hmm. and she was wiping it, and I was like, I thought surely she's not doing cocaine. Turns out she was doing cocaine. I was like, you have a drippy nose too. Me too. And I tried to relate to her on that level. And then later on, there was like all this white powder under her nose. And oh, I was like, well, she's just a sloppy person. I know, but I'm just a sloppy nose dripper. She's like, she's she's like, like a sloppy. the douchebag from Die Hard. Come on, take care of your shit, bro. Take care of your gosh darn shit. Yeah, your gosh darn shit. Oh my god. Well, now, where was I going with this? You're talking oh. about podcasts well, or, no. or freaks and geeks. I don't know. Man. Well, no, I'm just saying how reason, we met. How we met. How we met. But the Dungeons and Dragons people downstairs, I think, are now cool Jesus. because All James Franco. Minutes yeah, ago. because James Franco ends up playing Dungeons and Dragons with the with the geeks, and I just like so now I have a newfound appreciation there for Dungeons go. and Dragons. We All got comes there. full circle. We got there. We got there. With your podcast, so my here's the thing: we're talking about we're podcasting. We're talking about podcasting mm-hmm. on a podcast. I get con- <laughs> this is like an MC Escher of, of, of podcasts. Let me just share my feelings. Yeah, go ahead. I get confused. I'm going to ask you because you're a, a podcast host. I don't know if I should do. Sometimes I go, I'm doing an 11 minute intro, a 15 minute mm-hmm. intro. I've got lots of things to say, and I'm going to set up the guest. Other times I'm like, here's the person. Enjoy. That's what I do. So what's the, what do we prefer? I um, don't know. I prefer the latter, just because. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that interested, and I don't know how. I, I, I like. I sometimes there's sometimes when I enjoy a long intro when I have listened to podcasts, but by and large, let's just get to the thing. Like I don't need to see. I feel like it's. You remember Dexter? Remember that show? Another show I Another never show. watched. But I didn't That's lie right. about it. I didn't watch that much of it, but I just remember one of the reasons I didn't watch it because I didn't love it. But also, like the fucking intro felt like it was interminably long. It was cool because it was like all like slicing up food and stuff. But it was like I felt like it was thirty minutes. It the was so intro long. to ev- the same intro for every episode. Yeah, couldn't you fast forward? Well, hundred <laughs> percent. Like the point is, is like let's get let me get to the show, and that's why I feel like intros. Well, that's why I get confused. I did a long intro this past week because I was talking about like a special specialty thing. But otherwise, I usually just like here's the person, here's how I met them, yeah. here's the things they do. All right, here we go. That already sounds like a lot. Yeah, but, right. It sounds like a lot. Yeah, but they're usually like a minute. Mine are like. Can be between like eight minutes or like eleven minutes. Well, we've been talking for twenty minutes, and thus far we've said nothing of substance. We have said so much of substance. Aristotle gets it; he's laughing. Oh my god, these guys! Ugh. So, are you single? Let's get to something of I'm substance. Very single. You're well, very single. No, I'm very single, but yeah, I'm single. You want to get substantial? Sure. I'll get fucking substantial. Let's fucking get into it. I'll fucking pull back the curtain and yeah, the uh, great and powerful Oz. Not so cool. What'd he's you just say? From Kansas. What? What? You talked about pulling back the curtain. Oh. I can't do this. So we met at a wedding. Okay. Oh, thank you. Bring it, land in this plane. Uh-huh. We met at a wedding, more or less, and we danced, but you were like one of two single ladies at this wedding, of which there was maybe 20 single dudes. Okay. Uh, I was and, in demand. Yeah, you was like you were like the bug zapper, and all those dummies were fucking going getting zapped <gasps> and just dancing around you, uh, and we had fun, and then we hung out afterwards. That's a great story. This story. Do you have a... <laughs> yeah. No... Okay. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing you at Todd Strauss-Schulson's Final Girls I was premiere. There. Yeah. And you uh, said something to me. It was and the I was LA like, Film Festival because LA we went to the premiere together. LA. What? We did? Yeah. 
at the London Hotel. Yes. Yeah. But the LA Film Festival, mm-hmm. I didn't know you so well. And I remember you said something to me and I thought it was like snarky and sarcastic. And I was like, oh, who is this guy? You were like, Alexi, it's me. Because you were feeling really great and you were kind of sarcastic. Oh, right? maybe. And I didn't understand this. And then I was like, oh my God, why is he trying to attack me? And which is so bizarre because now that I know you better, that's not who you are at yeah. all. I mean, I can be sarcastic, but I'm usually, I think, pretty nice. I think I get terrified of sarcasm. Yeah, you that's are, fair. You are a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, well, then that solves that mystery of how we met. I always, like, I always like to ask that question. No, it's a good question. Because I always like to, to see how the other person sees, uh, you know, yeah. me. It's a tiny little bit of shift. Yeah, but I sweated you for a while. What do you mean? Like, I was like, when are we, we should hang out. We should hang out. We should hang out. After the wedding? Yeah. So are we going to talk about that we dated? Sure. Well, I think we are now. Okay. <laughs> like, you're leaning towards yeah. it. I mean, my God. Um, yeah. Well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we did it. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think we've, this is, I don't know what a successful episode is for you, but this feels pretty good. <laughs> this feels like a, a, a home run. And how was your experience dating me? That was fantastic. Was it? Yeah, it was super fun. Okay. I had a great time. I think you're like a very, you're like a, a, a firecracker. You're, I'm a, you're fun. Li- yeah, you're fun. I am? Yeah, of course you are. Well, one You're never of- boring. You're always like, because you're like a very, you're a hyper articulate person. You always like want to do kind of fun stuff. Yeah, I think you're delightful. So I have a lot of questions about dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm the guy to answer them. I think you're you're not dating anybody. Um, what the hell are you looking for? What am I looking for? I'm looking for. Um, I mean, yes, I know I'm right here, but like, yeah, exactly. Aside from me, I, well, go on. Let's, let's here, let, me, let me put on no, these, no. these glasses so you can see what I'm looking for. No, they're oh, mirrored. Oh my god, oh, you have to tell the podcast community oh, that. Yeah, okay. Sweet. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I was, I'm a divorced person. Oh yeah. So I was, you know, in a relationship for eight and a half years, nine years. Um, and it was delightful. Uh, it was great. It was very fulfilling. Uh, I was also sick for a very long time. So it was like a weird way to go through like a relationship. Cause I think what most people were doing there, lighthearted dating around, you know, doing booty call shit. Like I was enmeshed in like a very serious relationship because I was like, slowly dying oh my god um, wait let's uh, talk about that when did you, sure. that's you've had her on your podcast mm-hmm. if i can say her name this is out there it's not some secret right? oh no it's way out it's there. way out there yeah. so your ex-wife mm-hmm. you met when you were how old 11 years old no yeah we used to do community theater together are you serious yeah. and you went to college together no we did not but i kissed her my treehouse when i was like 14 you had a treehouse it, was, it wasn't bragging. a treehouse it was like a like a it wasn't attached to a tree it was just like a like a fort that was built on stilts this kind near of a tree it's just like tree, it was a backyard tree, 40 thing treehouse esque so you're like let's just call it a treehouse well like what else do you call it i mean a backyard 40 thing that doesn't sound too great. complicated yeah, exactly not for a writer's brain like yours yeah. okay so you met her when you're young when did you start dating and when did you get married? Uh, we were always friends through high school and then we fell out of touch for like five, six years through college. And then I ran into her at a festival in New York when I was 24. Yeah. And uh, and then we started dating shortly thereafter. She was living with her model boyfriend at the time. Her model boyfriend? Mm-hmm. He was very handsome. Gross. Um, gross, right? And then uh, we just stepped in, kept in touch and then... Uh, she came out. I was, I was, it was the first year I got really sick. So when I went back to Pittsburgh we were from the same place over the holiday, I was in the hospital for like two weeks. And what were, you, what were you sick with? Tell it's called you. ulcerative colitis. Ulcerative? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's a large intestine chronic inflammation disease. And, um, she would come to the hospital every day when I was in the hospital. Just as friends. Just as friends. Yeah. Cause she still had her bow. 
And then uh, like four months after that, five months after that, I was healthy-ish and she was broken up. So I went to New York to visit her and that was it. Oh my God. And then how long were you dating before you got married? Mm, six years and then married for two years. Six years yeah. married for two years. How did you propose? Oh, uh, I just like did it in our apartment. Like did like a thing where I put like a bunch of, you know, it's like cheese ball shit, like a bunch of flowers out and yeah. played like a song that I thought was like very indicative of a relationship. Like it was on repeat and she came home. She didn't know it. And like had flowers leading up to her roof deck. You did? Yeah, it was very sweet. Who taught you this? And if you, if you propose to me like that, mm-hmm. I'll know now. No, it would be and the you same. Have, you'd have to do It'd a be whole, different flowers, different song. Whole, okay, very cool. Very Hopefully cool. Different. I live in a different place <laughs> oh by then. God, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I love it because Steve will send me links to houses that he's potentially thinking about buying. Yeah, bougie as fuck. It's not bougie, but I'm I just guess. like, okay, we get it. <laughs> You're in a position to buy a house. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. I prefer Spanish style. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, let me take a dig, but no, I don't I like know. this place. It's not a dig. I'm like, if you're asking me, I'm like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be like, I prefer Spanish as opposed to this industrial yeah. condo. Yeah. Well, you're good at that. You bought a boyfriend. For, yeah, you bought a boyfriend. I bought a you, boyfriend. You have I, I have to buy a <laughs> But you have bought a house for a boyfriend and he didn't even see it. So you're like, a, you're basically a real estate broker. Not with my money, though. They know. But you like still like you, that's even a bigger thing. We're like, I, this is not my money, but you should get this house. And he bought it because he's an idiot, and yeah, he's like twenty four. That's on him. That's on him. How do you remember that? Because you told me about it. I know, but because like, I listen to you, because I pay mem- attention. Oh man, I gotta start. If I start doing that, things you start are, paying attention. Things are gonna get crazy better. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Do you like iced coffee? I wasn't sure what you like. Yes, I'm so. excited. I feel like that's like a, a blanket statement drink. You can just yeah yeah great. It's incredible. This Good. is like I couldn't. He was like Aristotle's like I think that's him. He's got two coffees. I was like two coffees. Like, I can't I forgot it. that you were gonna be here, man. I was, otherwise, I would have brought something for what you. What a monster! Yeah, I'm so no. I'm so sorry, Aristotle. I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> this Should guy. we just end this now? <laughs> no. Is, no. This like a, is it is it a bust now? You might feel like this is He's not amazing. He's gonna edit me to look like shit. Now. Not at all. No, you've already done that. Done that no, I, no, I can take care of it myself. Um. No, this podcast is going great. Just to check in with the podcast, see how we're doing. I'm yeah. feeling good about it. Don't look at my notes. What do you feel like? What is the mission statement of your podcast? It's the just mission. Basic, can like, you just relax? Well, I mean, is it just like, this is just me and me talking. Is that the, basically what it is? <laughs> that is that, sounds... What would you say it is, Aristotle? Is that kind of the, the MO? Dating. dating. It's, dating it's dating. Love. It's a tangential conversation. About love stuff. About love stuff, dating life stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's... It's never snarky or mean. Right. It's never mean, right? Right, Aristotle? How dare you? Oh, it was a pause. I think there's a snarkiness, perhaps. Maybe that's what that pause is. Sometimes? Sometimes. Oh, the director guy? Oh, I know who it is. Um, the writer. The writer. I don't want to blow oh, whatever. spot. Um, no, and it's like a love letter to you. Hey, wait a minute. I'm going to write a note for you. Oh. So I don't want to say it out loud. Oh, yeah. who knows if you're... Oh, that guy was a dick. Yeah. yeah. But I was never mean to him. I'm usually really nice. I just like to say, I either frame it as a date, mm-hmm. but now I'm trying not to date for a year. So now I'm like, this is just a conversation. Oh, you told me about this. Yeah. You like made like a very like, it was like, up, I remember you told me like one day via text, like up on a soapbox, like I'm not dating for a year. Well, because, I, I proclaim. Because I feel like I'm always dating somebody. Or it was just always... like a sign like, stop. Trying With to you? rub up on me, Bazalone. I mean, God, we should revisit this. I should just marry you because yeah. you're a dreamboat. I am. I'm okay. I mean, I think you're pretty. I mean, I don't even understand why men want to get married. I want to talk about. Okay, so wait, listen. Mm-hmm. So you proposed to Lauren. Yep. Um, she says yes. Said yes. You're very young. I'm. Uh, you get married. Tw- I'm 29. At the time. Yep. Okay. Then what happens? You get sick. Uh, no, I I was that was the, my worst year for sure, and like I just how it happened the week that we like the week we got engaged was like the best I felt all year. Oh really? Yep. Because um, I was doing like these infusions, 
it was called Remicade, and it was like this. I used to call it a mouse infusion because it was like they used part, parts of mouse DNA, and it was like to quell the immune system. So hopefully, and it would work for a while, but then every time I did it, it would get less and less effective. Um, so it started getting less and less effective. And I was starting a new job, and I think like really uh, the engagement because it was kind of like the thing that like lit a fire under my, under my ass. Yeah, yeah, there was already a fire. Stop in my it. Ass. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, but it was like I was like a you know I was like a hundred pounds, and I got down to ninety, and I was like, this is fuck this, I just want to be done. And so I took a big swing and had my colon removed. Yeah, and it was a, a real shitty three and a half months. Uh, and then after that, once I got out of the hospital, I got out of the hospital. I had it out October fourth. Oh my god! So just this past week, and you five years ago. Everybody, go to your okay. So what's your uh, Instagram handle? S Basilone. S Basilone, and you can see photos of Steve like when you were like ninety pounds or hundred mm-hmm. pounds. Yeah, I mean and it's not now, like it's not a lot of them. It just happens to be up this week because no, of, yeah, it's like yeah. well you did one last year. I remember like yeah, every year being very proud and like kind of bursting into tears, being like oh my god, you've come such a, so far. It's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, but yeah. So I had that done, and then I got out of the hospital on New Year's Eve, and then it, there was a couple little complications after that, but then. I've been really relatively healthy ever since. So why did this happen? Is this just a genetic or like why? Yeah, it's a genetic predisposition. Okay. And I took a trip to Mexico once and I just got like a Montezuma's Revenge, but then it kind of like served as the catalyst. Wait a minute. So what, you drank the water or something or what I happened I think I in had Mexico? like some rough fish in like a small little tiny dirt town. You went to a dirt town, Mexico. Mm-hmm. You had weird rough fish. Yeah. But I was the only one who got sick. I was with two buddies. And I just got like a, it was like a standard like thing. But then I think because it was like already laying dormant, that was the thing that like un- unleashed the beast. Is there anything that people can do to get themselves checked out for this? Or, or, or no, it's like, not. It's just, it's not a thing. It's just a pre, you're, yeah. people are predisposed. And so a lot of people have it and it's like mild and it's like a pain in the ass, literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and some people, it, yeah, it's varying degrees. Some people have mild and that's other people have severe cases and mine was a severe case. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then the way to just end it, could it come back? It can't come back. You got your colon removed. No, it can't. I mean, like, the only thing is, is, like, the fear when I had it done, because this is getting very into medical jargon here. But oh, no. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to talk about it. No, I don't care. Okay. I just don't know if this is that interesting. Yep. Um, don't judge it. Just do it. Okay. Yeah. okay. So ulcerative colitis is very similar to Crohn's uh, disease, but the difference is, is that ulcerative colitis is the large intestine. Crohn's is the small intestine. Okay. Don't talk so fast, because not everybody as smart as you, me included, okay. I want to understand. Ulcer- oh, wait, ulcerative sorry. colitis. I'll okay. just call it colitis. Okay. Colitis is the large intestine yeah. or the colon, and Crohn's afflicts the small intestine. Okay. Um, and there's a cure for colitis in that you can remove the colon yeah. because you can live without the colon. They like make a little pouch like out of your small intestine, and then that there's no medical reason for it, but over time that little pouch that's basically small intestine somehow learns how to kind of function as a colon. Okay. Um, but you cannot live without your small intestine. So Crohn's is not curable. No. Okay. You can remove parts of it that are afflicted, perhaps, and that can, may, may help it. But because um, the small intestine is responsible for absorbing nutrients. Oh, so, so you, you need, need that. It. You need your nutrients. But the colon it is... just absorbs, absorbs moisture. Okay. But you can get moisture from many other things, like oh, drinking wow. water. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's what I did. I had it removed. Yeah. I had a bag for like three months. That you was, did? Yeah. Are we a, that was a gross. Col- a colostomy bag? Yeah. Oh my gross. God, we're getting so real. Yeah. It's weird to have like a part of your body on the outside, the part of the body that's inside your body on the yeah. outside. It's weird. And so. I felt like Crane from Ninja Turtles. You I know, don't like even the, remember. You know what I'm talking about? Crane? Yeah. The villain. Like he was like a brain inside of another body and he was like in just a weird fucking thing that you had like on your stomach, this little tiny red thing that would just be. Oh my God. So how, where were you working at the time going through all this? Uh, I was working at Community. 
you were a writer on Community. Mm-hmm. And you just, how did you walk through this? And like, was everybody mm, loving it? I missed and a lot of time. Yeah, everybody was incredibly supportive. Uh, did you work from home? Sometimes. I mean, I was I was dumb that I like tried to get to work as much as possible when I should have just stayed home. But I worked a bunch, but like I was in the hospital for like two and a half months. So I missed a bunch of work. Yeah. And I remember at one point, I mean, that as much as an amazing show is no, notorious for having like terrible hours and being a chaotic place to work. Um, and I remember at one point when I had to go back into the hospital for complications they were shooting my episode, mine and my old old old, old writing partner, What's uh, name? Andy Mevin. Yeah. She's delightful. Yeah. Um, we wrote an episode and they were shooting it, and I had to leave set because I was having a blockage. You know, I had to go back in the hospital, and they like everybody's really sweet. They made like a huge card for me, and like all the cast and all the writers signed it, and yeah. one writer signed it, and I think it was like two percent a joke that he just said I would trade places with you in a heartbeat. <gasps> Oh my god, so, this is a nightmare working there. I mean, it was just like long hours and it'd be chaotic, and but sometimes it's like it'd be fantastic. But it's like, yeah. no, like you knew what you were getting. Why was it such a? Uh, um, not to get away from the, the hell stuff, but it's like, yeah, why think, was that place such a? I think that was just toxic. the culture that was created there. I mean, it was like you know, but it was you do these long hours, but then you would get to the final product and be like, oh well, this feels special. But that it wasn't was- like you were doing that, and then. I don't want to shit on other shows, but what you know, you do that and you end up with a show that's like totally mediocre. You like work crazy hours, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, that's some special TV we just made there." So I guess that kind of makes it worth it. But then people, I mean, the stories about Chevy Chase on that show and Dan, Dan Harmon, right? Yep. Dan Harmon. It's like, was that, was that, what is as bad as the press made it out to be? Um, I mean, you, don't you know, Chevy this. was. He's, he's never mind. Chevy, and and Dan was. I you know he. I think he functions best under chaos but he was always incredibly supportive to me like i missed a shit ton of time and uh he was always great about that yeah and like you know very i don't even mean about i don't even mean about your thing i spent in general about reading all these crazy stories being like wow that seems like way more toxic than uh, you would. but anyway we don't, don't even have to yeah it's fine yeah it was it was it was uh it was that job is the job i had that was like you know i've like any other job by comparison is like oh these hours are fine yeah um, oh yeah you're so right yeah so you're going through all this you're healing you you have surgery you proposed to Lauren. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Because this was, I mean. Well, then I had the surgery and then there was like, so three months of being in the hospital and then I got out of the hospital and then it was like, holy fuck, we got our lives back. And then I was just planning a wedding and so seven months later, six months later, we got married. How much was this wedding? Weddings are so expensive. Our wedding our is going to be on the beach. We're going to go to Hawaii. Great. We're just going to fly there. We're gonna, what island? Gonna, uh, oh God, what, whichever one you want. Wait, no, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, let me, let me choose. Let me choose. Wait, hold on. Uh, Maui. Okay. I've only had layovers in Maui. So we're gonna so have a great it. time. We're gonna discover it together. Shaman sounds great. Shaman will marry us on the beach. We'll be wearing bathing suits. We'll just jump right in the ocean. I love this plan. No big deal. A bathing suit, but I'm gonna wear a bow tie with it. Bow tie and bathing suit. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, whatever you want. Fantastic. Whatever you want. Look okay. Look how fucking easy breezy you are. <laughs> you God, are. this is happening. Oh, yeah, in, in this fictitious relationship, uh-huh. I'm really easy breezy. Actually, I am getting healthy in this sabbatical I'm taking for a month. That's good. Now that I'm growing my bangs out so I can You say you can do that a lot. So I can stop hiding and just like let my third eye oh, not sure. be blind. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Um, how much does this wedding cost? Because weddings are ridiculously expensive. Ours Can was you... not that expensive, I think, in the grand scheme of things. I don't Tacky remember question. entirely. But yeah. Like, Who paid? Um, Did you split it? Her, we paid for some of it for sure, but I think her dad gave us definitely gave us a de- decent chunk. That's nice. And then I don't know. We paid for probably like ten or something. I can't believe how loud these Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, they're, they're having are. a great time on a Sunday, man. They <laughs> get know. into it. They are. That's true. But like you're talking about having like colon cancer. Yeah. And then, like, but there's, like, it sounds like we have, like, a, a built-in, like, kind of muffled Guaranteed. laugh track. Guaranteed one of those guys has some sort of stomach <laughs> disease, for sure. I know. God. Well, I, I mean, yeah, it's, I get it. They're laughing at me. My pain. Those no. 
fucking Those motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, so you get Casting married. Casting spells. How long you married for? Before two years. Two years. Yeah. A year and a half before we split. And if people were to Google you, there's something in not to not to make this a salacious podcast. I'm not Perez Hilton sure, here. Sure. I'm not, but I'm just like if we're gonna talk about you and your life, if yeah. we're gonna get substantial, if we're gonna get real, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about all there is. You know, uh, what was okay? So you're married, and then how does the you marriage? Just, you end? don't want to say it, do you? How does the marriage? Uh, end? Okay, she I'm realized not like, that she was she had inklings that she was perhaps a gay person, and then we explored that for like a year, and then like yep. <gasps> explored that. What do you mean you explored that? Uh, well, like you know first. First one, there's an inkling. We're like, okay, well. Did you have a threesome? No, no, no. She met a lady. Okay. Um, and then when that happened, it was like, okay, well, you know, fucking there's a Kinsey scale. Sexuality's fluid. I'm sure this is just like another thing. Like, we've been through so much stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there was mental illness in our families. There had been cancer. I'd been sick. There's like a bunch of shit we'd gotten through. So we we're like, Life. oh, it's just another thing. We'll be fine. It's an- oh, that's great. Just yeah. another thing. Yeah. It might be like a little bit more tumultuous than we had anticipated, but whatever. It's fine. So that's kind of what it was for six months, kind of exploring that. And then it be- kind of came down a little bit more like, oh, this is more than just like a little thing. Yeah. And then I think there was like a good three months at the end where it was just like me fighting. Me just like, you know. You fighting. In, in a corner and just like trying to revive a corpse, basically. <sighs> That kind of thing. So it's the person she met. That's mm-hmm. the same person she ended up being with. Yeah. They're engaged now. Oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So, man. Yeah, so that's my life. And, and then was... just television stuff. Writing dick jokes. Writing dick jokes. But, like, how did you deal with, like, so that was in, how did that end up being in the press? Um, because her girlfriend is, or her fiance now, is was an actress on the show that she writes for. Okay. And uh, she also... Uh, Lauren wrote an essay about coming out and realizing, or she wrote an essay about realizing she was gay that I think, you know, had a lot, like, went everywhere and was, like, a very, like, lovely essay, but subsequently made her more of a figure, and then when she was kind of seen dating this woman, and then when we divorced, it became, like, a big thing. Oh, my God. So this was all, this was before the divorce, mm -hmm. all this stuff happened. Well, like, we'd already split up, but when we actually went to file for divorce, then, Then like, somebody fucking picked it up. Somebody, like, the courthouse tipped somebody off. I don't know how that shit happened. So how did that make you feel? Did you care? Did 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 not feel great. It did not feel great? No, because it was, like, just a thing. uh, It was, like, you know, a narrative that I wasn't in control of. Yeah. It was just, like, something that was out there, and it became, like, enormous. Like, it was, like, my mom called me, like, you're in People Magazine. Oh, my God. All right, well, that's something, I guess. Um, But it was just, like, a little thing where... You know, when it's something that's, as much as it, like, wasn't a failure, it doesn't feel like a great thing, and you're kind of trying to digest this, like, very tumultuous and sad and heartbreaking thing, and it wasn't all, you know, we were still friends, and we still are friends, uh, you it's know, personal. very close, but it was personal, so then it immediately goes in a m- much larger thing, and then, like, all of a sudden, you end up with getting um, that weekend that it went, like, became a thing, when it was in all the rags, as they <laughs> say, the ra- when it was in all the rags. Uh, I just got like 40 text messages or phone calls from like people just being like, hey, man, thinking about you. Hey, let's grab a drink soon. And it's like all like very sweet and like your instincts are good. But it's just like, oh, fuck it. I just want to like I want to just like go underneath the porch like a sick dog. Yeah. Like I didn't want to be like, hey, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. Um, so it was just like that was like a thing that you didn't get to control. Like somebody your 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 business is out there. So Everybody I, can see your wiener and you didn't intend them to and see you it. You did not intend them to see it. It's yeah. funny because when I met you. 
you know, because at the, you know, we talked at the at Todd Strauss Wilson's mm-hmm. barbecue thing. And you're like, ooh, handsome. And it's like, who's this babe? Who's this? Very handsome. He's probably gay. He's so cute. He's, he's so cute. Gay. He's probably gay. He's and also, pro- he's like, okay. He's pretty well dressed. He's like, pretty well. He cl- he must be gay. And he's so, also clean shaven, but now I'm not clean shaven. I really so like what like, you got going on right now. Okay. The scruff is That's like, what this I was, is totally fishing for. You're always handsome. You're beautiful. Your bone structure. You're like God's gift. You know? Wow. But this is like, man. This is. This is a great. You're right. This is a great podcast. This is a really. You're like, I like what you're doing here. You know, I get the mission forget statement. Forget everything now. I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mi- into it. I like that you thought my mission statement was like just talk. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, it's an AM radio. <laughs> um, but yeah, what you're doing right now is like the the top of the. It looks okay. Because like I got like a medium. Do you want me to do this harder? Like no, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm company you so hard. Okay, right. okay you're asking what? What do you want to know? Well, I've got like a meeting thing on Tuesday. I was like, I should probably shave for this. But it's, uh, looks okay. it doesn't look okay. Like, I feel like I grow terrible facial hair. Listen, I feel like I grow like like okay. like a like a fourteen year old Morrissey fan. I that sounds great though. Oh, I don't okay. know what sounds. Well, if that's wrong your with thing. That. Then all right. Listen, I don't even like Morrissey that much. There, I said it. Yeah, that's fine. But the funny thing is, if I leave Los Angeles and end up in some like place in Middle America, and I'm at like a, a thrift store, or I'm just I feel out of place, and a Morrissey song comes on, I'll be like, wow, I feel like home. Wow. Like, I feel cozy. So I think you maybe do. So it's like, yeah, but in LA, I'm like, I don't need this. Like, don't tell me what I'm supposed to be into because my haircut, like, you know what I mean? You Wait, know, like. Your haircut, you, this because, haircut is definitely a, a Mo thing? Yeah, like, people are like, you have to like Morrissey because you're like indie alternative. <laughs> okay. You're not, you're, not, then, you're not 15. Are you writing Morrissey? On, I know on I'm the, not. On, on, yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> my point is. The point is great facial hair your your hair your facial hair mm-hmm. this is the way to do it you've okay. hit it you've done it mm-hmm. you question it if you want but if you want to be smart and like represent yourself in the best way where you're like i'm cool i know it yeah and like i'm so handsome cool. you should feel bad about yourself because you're you guys are not whoever's looking at you well, I you think know that's a little too far okay sorry but, um, i think yeah, just, you're, you're right. turning into a monster <laughs> maybe this podcast is snarky mm. oh whatever let it just be what it is aristotle knows so, what it is oh my god um yeah, keep this. What's the meeting for? Oh, just like a, a movie writing thing. It's no big deal. It's a, it's a big deal. It's a, hu- it's a huge, huge deal. So how did you go from, you're getting over being sick, you're coming out of the, the darkness with that. Oh, wait, but, oh, no, this is what I was going to say. Yes. People, when I met you and uh, at the barbecue place and then talked to you for a moment and you and I bonded at the wedding for a second before some other guy like just took me away and I became oh, yeah. his bitch well, he's like younger and has so much energy I love that guy that guy's great but he's just like he man he, he comes on a strong so strong in fact the, okay so I'm trying not to have sex or a date or anything just like because I'm habitually hooked into something it's like this habit and it's like I'm like I'm searching to be saved via a relationship or love or something and I'm just trying to like, be okay on your own first yeah I'm, I'm really trying to and I want to go into that in a minute too but uh not that long ago, that guy that we're talking about who came on real strong, kind of won, won the one of, one of two single girls at the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wedding. He drove me home not that long ago, maybe less than a month ago. And he was like, I want to kiss you. Why can't I just come upstairs? And why can't we just? And I was like, because I don't want to. And he's like, but I don't understand. So I had to like explain to him why I didn't want because, to. Because, you know, free will. Because I just didn't want. Yeah, it's my body. I'm choosing not to do this. No, nothing against you. You're great. This is for me. And I had to like actively like. I had to explain myself, like, for not wanting to have sex with him or anybody. That seems like a, you don't need to do that. <laughs> but I did, and okay. I did. So, uh, but at the wedding, you and I talked for a moment, and I remember, like, that was, like, kind of where uh, I got to know you a little bit more because you told me about 
you know, going through, you know, being sick. And you told me about cancer. And I told you about just how a I, little I, bit. I, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know, I just, just tangled my uh, thyroid cancer in front of you like a carrot. Mm, and I was like, oh my man, God. Like, it was, it was, such, it was, it was like yeah. city. Thyroid cancer. <laughs> thyroid legit, cancer. I was like, oh, wow, this girl's got some substance. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, we can, we, we can trauma bond or something. And we can talk about this Trond. thing. We can totally trond or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but then other people were like, oh yeah, you know, Steve, like Steve, like, you know, but, like they acted as if I should know about what happened with you because it was in the tabloids with, uh, with your Well, at that marriage. point in time, everybody did. But I didn't. So I yeah. thought it was so funny that people were like, well, you know about history. And I'm like, no, I have no idea. So I guess you were like a freaks and geeks kind of thing. I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah, I went on like a ton of dates like shortly thereafter. And there was like at least four or five of dates that I went on where it would like, because I was, was just, like an open book. and It was, it was like, like this podcast. Chat. Yeah. But I would just chat about it and they'd be like, oh, you're that guy. And I'd be like, no, I'm that guy. Oh my God. I am that guy. That's, that's a good feeling to have. So how did you... Go from dealing with being sick, getting healthy, and where are you at now with that? With being healthy? Yeah. I'm healthy. You're healthy. I'm very healthy. But there are no like hiccups or bumps or things you have to constantly deal with like, no, as far I mean, as like, like the aftermath? I am missing like eight feet of tubing. Yeah, so okay. like I go to the bathroom more than the average person. You do? I'm being very delicate for okay. you because I know you don't love bowel stuff. I'm fine. Oh, here's one thing about you and me dating. Oh, my God. This is a hilarious story for me, I think. Okay. So I slept over Steve's house, right? Mm-hmm. So I slept over your house. Yeah, it was great. But, like, by the way, he's single. Anybody who wants to have sex with him, he's the greatest. <laughs> I don't want to stand in your way. I am just, I don't want to, like, blow Thank up your... Thank you for being okay. my pimp. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So poor Aristotle. He used to deal with this on a weekly or sometimes twice a week basis. Yeah, I but, feel uh, like once a week's enough to handle. Okay. Oh, anyway. <laughs> see, it's snarky. <laughs> oh, my God. But I remember, like, spending the night at your house, and I'm, like, to me, sleeping over or holding hands is way more intimate than, like, sex or kissing or anything, because that's, like, yeah, so sometimes. much. So I, and I, like, slept over your house, and I stayed up all night in the middle, because I'm always, like, afraid something embarrassing is going to happen in my sleep. I'm always mm-hmm. afraid, like, some kind of, like, bodily function is going to, like, come out of my body. I don't do that. I'm a woman. I don't do that. That's, like, the sure, no, that's that the I, thing that happens, yeah. That's, like, the myth that I live by that women don't do anything gross or mm-hmm. human or whatever. Yeah, because that's healthy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Listen, imagine living in my head. Yeah. Like, I've got to live with these. Man, that 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 Herman's Head episode. There's <laughs> like love- more than four characters, like 16. They're all vying for the same microphone. I loved that show. I was like so little. It's I was going to Yardley, Yardley Smith, the voice of Lisa Simpson. Sure, Hank Azaria. Yeah. The guy who played Animal, who now just does the voice for a bunch of commercials. The lady who's in Friends, who had the baby with Ross. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, girl. Hetty was her name on the show. Talk about tangential podcast yeah. episode with you today Speaking on Speaking of that, there's yeah. a lot of people after I first got split up, people are like, oh, you're like Ross from Friends. And I was like, uh-huh. <gasps> That's a great comparison. Yeah, is it? Yeah. I mean, it is, but it's, not, me, like, it's mean, not a great comparison to make, like, as soon as I tell you the story, and you're like, oh, like Ross from Friends. I actually think that's fantastic. I'm going to equate you to this silly t- sitcom character. That's all I you. I know it's your life. That's all you. Oh, yeah, you don't want to be like, oh, you're going to diminish my real life. Yeah, no, no. You're, well, you're, Ross, you're, you're, your situation is funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> Ross is real to me, and I love him, and I feel like he's a catch. Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston ended up with him. Mm-hmm. I also like... Uh, it took him fucking 12 years, though, didn't it? It did? Well, I don't know, 10 years. That's how it's going to be for us, then, maybe. Well, okay. Um. Anyway, I wore a bold lip color. Not for you, but for me, but kind of for you. But, like, just for me. I'm, you're both what? I'm wearing a bold lip color today. Oh, yes, you are. I mean, it's not normal for me, but I saw no, it's it's a little pop. It's a little pop. I'm just, just trying a new thing. Okay. I like it. Where the hell was I going with I this? I don't know, man. Listen, hold on. Oh, yeah. So I slept over your house. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. This is where we're going. I stayed up all night because I have this fear. When I sleep over a guy's house and I feel like girls listening will relate. 
I stay up all night because I'm like totally terrified that I'm going to fall asleep. Something disgusting or gross or weird is going to happen and it's my nightmare. So I stay up all night. I'm exhausted. I wake up in the next morning pretending to have woken up and I'm like so, like bleary-eyed. Say goodbye to you. Later, you and I were texting and I was like, you know, it's like a big deal for me to like spend the night at somebody's house. It's very, I think it's the most vulnerable you can be. And maybe you didn't make a joke. Maybe it wasn't. But then you. It was 100% a joke. But then. We've been over this many times. So I said this time text. This is a text exchange between me Mm. and Steve, my guest today on the Love Alexi podcast here on the Nerdist Network. Okay. Make sure everybody understands (laughs) what they're listening to. Because this is the thing you stumble into. With professional microphones. Um, So I go, yeah, it's like pretty vulnerable to to sleep over a guy's house. That's all I say. And then you follow up with. What did you follow up with? I. You made a joke about you're I like, said something yeah, like, yeah, like because you're a real farty party or something. Yeah, he made a joke. He goes, oh, why? Because like you, I can't even, you can't even say the word. Can, you need yeah. to get over this shit. He goes, oh, yeah. Why? Why is it vulnerable? Like, see, because you just like farted all night because like you're just like farting all night. And I, this is a text exchange. Uh-huh. I read Steve's text. I burst into tears, yep. text and call. See, aren't I a great Everybody- guy? I, and I was like, and I went, that is, I think I like got very defensive. You and got I was like, very defensive. Like, whoa, no, no, I'm not making a joke. Like, you were fine. It was lovely. I had a great time. Immediately, it's like, oh, no. I don't even I know what I wrote. I just hit a nerve. Yeah, I, I like got completely defensive. I was like, well, it's really nice knowing you. Um, thank you so much. It was a pleasure for your time. I cannot believe you. Uh, see you later. And then I like called all of my friends. I full on felt like Jed Clampett just like shooting. And then all of a sudden, I hit the geyser of oil. Oh. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. This is too much. Except I didn't get rich. I got sad. Oh, my God. I burst into tears. Call my friend Dallas. I'm talking. And he's like, he's joking. Like, he's he's joking. I think mm-hmm. he's just joking. And I was like, I don't know. Forget it. Call it a day. I'm never talking to this guy again. I can't believe it. My worst night came true i am never opening myself up again i'm not sleeping over a guy's house this is exactly what i thought would happen which is yeah. which is again another healthy thing to a good oh, okay. like hyperbolic place to go to but uh and then the fact that you're i was just like then like zooming out of that situation mm-hmm. i just thought it was the most ridiculous funny exchange about yeah. how insane i am and like how like it was like it was a meat poot ew don't ever talk to me like that ever again I don't even. <laughs> hey, this is like whenever Aristotle only comes to life when people are making like puns, part jokes. Yeah. I don't even, now I'm saying the word. I am growing as a human being. Yeah, that's good. Thank God I'm taking the sabbatical from dating because I'm just coming to terms with who I am and yeah. just getting grounded myself and nothing can, can scare and me. You can, you can talk like a 12 year old boy. I that's talk, good. That's good. Here's what I want to know Why do men want to get married? Would you get married again and why? Yeah, I would. Why? Because I feel like men don't really want to get married. I like. I don't even believe that. Like, why? I think why? that's like a gross generalization. I think there's How? maybe like a little bit more evolutionary stuff that perhaps keeps them. I don't know. Or maybe it's it's more of like a systemic, like societal, cultural thing. But I think like I would like. I like. I like partnership. You do like. I like partnership? monogamy. I mean, like I'm enjoying myself now. But like, ew! Don't I'm be good. rude to me. I yeah, can't. No. Be- you're making me feel so unimportant. And so you're a part of my now. I am a part of your You're now. actually, you are right now, this is what I'm doing. You're right. Aristotle too. Yeah. This is really getting. <laughs> this is why it's important. This to... is like turning into like a Godot film here. Very exciting. I think it's so good we did it, did this episode in the pod, in the studio and not just with you and your recorder at home, mm-hmm. uh, like on, on some rogue uh, Love Alexi podcast episode journey yeah. because we need Aristotle in the mix. He's part of the show. No, he is, man. Like, he, I, honestly, I think he is the show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think he's like the he's the quiet hero. <laughs> if you knew how many direct messages you I get, you come for Alexi, you stay. You stay for Aristotle. <laughs> you don't understand. I get so many direct messages about him being mm-hmm. like, "Can you send us a photo of what Aristotle looks like?" And oh my god, he's so handsome. I don't think he knows how handsome. And I'm like fielding fan mail for Aristotle. Yeah, that's nice. Meanwhile, he he doesn't even respond to my emails, and he's like. <laughs> 
or text messages. Well, he's smart. He gets it. He, he knows. He understands boundaries. Yeah. Last, uh, two episodes ago, I uh, was talking to a guest about how I was. he didn't respond to me over text. I felt exposed. I felt like I was spiraling. Mm, sure. I needed to get control back. I didn't know how to do it. Control. So, so I mentally, I know, I'm, I'm a nutcase. Listen. Yep. So I mentally was like, had sex with Aristotle in my mind to gain control over our relationship. Uh-huh. And how'd that work? I just, I, it's all my problem. It's my problem. Yeah. He's why does fine. it need to be control? He doesn't. This is not, you know, it's not like a, <laughs> you're not running a corporation or nor are you like running a classroom. You're not a substitute teacher. Because I, I like, because he wasn't returned. I was, I forget it. So mm-hmm. you do want to get married again? I, yeah, I'm totally amenable to it. You're totally what to it? Amenable to it. Amenable to it. So what about marriage is enticing to you? Because I think that I've been talking to a lot of women Mm -hmm. because women feel like we, we, you know, we have this like belief just drilled into our heads that like one day we're going to wake up and maybe today's the day we find the guy and he'll Mm -hmm. be our savior and like, and we're not complete until... It isn't healthy. A savior? But I mean, that's oh. kind of like what romantic comedies like drill into our heads. And like, there's a subconscious belief in women. Well, you don't have to worry about it. I think it's like a savior from, if there is a savior, it's just like, oh, this is uh, whatever feelings of like loneliness that I don't like. Yeah. Then that is eradicating that. It's not like a savior of spirit or soul or anything. It's but just you like can't a partnership. Relate. But you can't relate to that because you're not a I, woman. No, but I, I feel lonely. Woman. You feel lonely. Sure. I have like feelings of loneliness and feeling unfulfilled and feeling uh, resentful or... Resentful of what? Of being alone or... Oh, really? Sometimes or just like feeling like empty. I mean, sometimes like I think dating is for me is like equal parts uh, exhilarating and demoralizing. Exhilarating and and demoralizing. I think it can go... It's usually like a 50-50, but sometimes it swings to 49-51. When is it demoralizing? Just some, when it doesn't when it doesn't feel great. When it feels like you're going through the motions. When your things like you're just doing it just like as a distraction, or just because I should do this because it's a means to an end. Like I'd like to find something that I'm really excited about. Yeah. But in order to do that, you got to fucking throw a lot of noodles at the wall. Do and you see what sticks? Are you on Tinder? Not anymore. Are you? And you're not on Raya. Mm-mm. You could apply again and get on. I've heard that happening. No, I've, I'm like not doing app stuff at the moment. Yeah, I don't want to do app stuff either. I mean, like I've not, I had like made, I've made a lot of great friends from app stuff, and I've you had did. like really good times. Um, Why is it not good? That's not because I feel like there's something off with it. Because I feel like I want to meet somebody just naturally, I like who I don't comes think to my it's life. An, inherently not gr- good. I just feel like most of the people that I was genuinely excited about, uh, I met from friends or life. Yeah, and also I think more for it was just for me because it was like more of a distraction thing. It was like more of a thing where I was just like filling a bucket with a hole. And yeah, it was like it was not filling. It was just like. This is something that I can do to take up time. And I was just like, I want to focus more on, honestly, I'm working and not just like feel like so exhausted all the time. Because like being, I don't know, you've been single for some time or for a while. Yeah. Like being single is exhausting. Like when you're in a relationship, like you get into bed like at 10, 15 and watch HGTV for an hour and pass out by 1130 and it's fucking great. (laughs) Or, you know, it can also feel like stagnant at times, but like usually that's delightful. But like if when I was in a relationship, I would never... Yeah, get that nose. Uh, my nose is God, You got to stop doing so much coke. I don't. It's a real problem. All right. Um, but like, you know, when I, uh, previously if I was in a relationship, if somebody said, hey, come meet me at this bar at 11, I'd be like, get the fuck at 11, meet you? Yeah. I mean, if we meet at 9 and we're there till 11, sure, but I'm not going to leave my house at 1045 to meet you. Yeah. And now it's like if, if someone says that and I'm in my jammies and it's like, hey, I'm at this bar, you want to come out? And it's a Tuesday, I'm 
a lot of times, not so much now, but previously, like, uh huh, yeah, sure, I'll be there. Re- oh, just because you don't know what you might, because you anything could happen, and you anything can meet could somebody, happen, and, and you're lonely, and yeah, and it's like I don't know. I feel like a little bit like a child that I never want the day to end. I feel like that was less so now, but I felt like um, last year especially, and like the beginning of this year was just like I don't know, going to sleep and like starting the day over again. I think it's like a indictment of some level of depression because like I just didn't want to fucking start over again. Yeah, and going to sleep was empty and then have to wake up again and do I don't know it was just like I this totally groundhog's day I'm experiencing thing. that I'm completely knowing what you're talking about where I wake mm-hmm. up and I go okay here's another one mm-hmm. what is that about is that depression I think perhaps a little bit I think it's a little bit of uh, some I mean low rate depression or uh, feeling unfulfilled which is maybe not depression but it's it's some sort of stasis and I think maybe I don't know I feel like this year I wanted to like in in terms of uh, um, New Year's, what do you call this thing? Resolutions. New Year's resolutions, yeah. I didn't really never make them, but this year I was like, very simply put, I just wanted to like work on my follow through on stuff and like take bigger swings. And oh, I thank you. I'm offering him Listerine mint spray. Um, mm. Mm. I don't think single, you have to be lonely when you're single. Or no, that's, I don't think being single is exhausting. I think. Oh, I do. I think dating is exhausting. Being single, because I'm doing this whole thing right now where it's like with the alone thing sure. where it's like. And I haven't had alcohol or dated or made out or whatever, been on the prowl for like a month or mm-hmm. something, like solid, just like not even entertaining that, which I feel makes me feel like a part of me, like my flirtatious side is like dead. But I, I think I'm always kind of flirtatious and fun. So I don't yeah, have I to think worry like, about that. I mean, I think you are similar. Like you're a flirty person even without In flirting. Gen- yeah. Just like, it's like it's, just it's my way charm. Of life. It's, it's communication. Yeah. I think yeah. it's one of the most beautiful ways to be or like. Or the, or, I'm like flirty with people. I'm like I'd be flirty with. a. am not into dudes at all. No, but when you're like, my husband. Yeah. Well, you won't be. I'll flirt with. That's all I'll do. I'll flirt a ton. Oh, but I won't touch. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, that's flirt. That's another thing. Flirt. Fuck you. Oh my god, that's another thing. Oh yeah, when I was Flirt at your house, fucking is another thing. No, when when uh, when I was at your house and we were like talking about Raya, and then yeah. I got all like, because I'm like, a, I get so sensitive and I take everything yeah. so intensely. But you were like, you said you weren't on Raya, or no, you didn't get accepted to Raya, mm-hmm. and then Rub I was like, oh, I'm not. But then I, and I was like, oh my god, he's dying to be on Raya. What am I even doing here? I can't believe this. All of my feelings got so hurt that I was like, ugh. Wait, what were your feelings hurt by? Because you and I were on a date. In your, well, you're the one who brought it up. You showed it to me because you we ran into what's his name, fucking Steve Jones, and you're like, you should be on Raya. Oh god! And like, I'm on Raya. You should get on it. <laughs> and that's how it started. I just, you know, I'm not okay. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, maybe there's some culpability. Culpability, yeah, for sure. Were I think said- like 100 percent culpability. <laughs> you're the one who brought it up and told another like 60 year old dude, you should get on this thing. I'll see you there. I'm just trying to help people out. Yeah, I was like, well, I'm he got on it that night. Yeah. He texted you like that night, like, I'm on it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help brother let me just out. Get some, let me get some half-age trim. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, who else on? Come on. So when you date, mm-hmm. oh, do you pay for dinners? Yeah. Why is that? I want to explore. Okay, so, okay. The low-grade depression, though, going back to, like, yep, feeling sure, unfulfilled. Sure. You're not on the dating apps, but you're open to meeting somebody in real life and in person. Yeah. What do you want? Um, I think I have... As much as like you can distill it very simply, like I attraction, that's mm-hmm. a thing. Yeah. Um, someone that can make me laugh. Check. Um, check. <laughs> and somebody who I believe in. Check. Yeah. I mean, like honestly, those are like the very important. I mean, there's, I mean, there's like a, a a plethora of other things, but I think that's like the big umbrella. Yeah. Like when I say like believe in, like 
It doesn't mean that you have to be uh, wi a wildly successful person when we meet, uh, and not even you ever have to be. But like, it's like I believe in what you're doing. I believe in whatever your vocation, your talent is in some capacity. Like you could be still figuring it out because it's some you know life is fluid. And it takes a while to figure things out, or you may have figured it out and then you want to shift. But it's like need to believe in who you are. Yeah, uh, and I think that's important to me. Yeah, and like I don't know. I think like shared experience is very important too. What do you mean? Um. I don't know, like a while ago, or like I... I don't know about dating horse, right? Wait, a while ago, Well, what? no, I mean, I just like, I feel like a... Kind of muffled laugh track. I wonder muffled. if the audience, how many people it. listening can hear the Dungeons and Dragons people downstairs? They're, love, they're having a great time. Laughing, like our muffled... so much fun. Muffled laugh track, yeah. Um, I don't know, just like I went out a while ago, and she's become a very good friend. I very much like her, but I, I said this to her... And I think it came off as an, ins an insult, but I did not mean it as such. But I was like, despite being vegan and, and, and sober, you're really fun. You're such a TV writer. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I was, but it just meant like, I feel like in, in my, like there is shared experience of like, you know, uh, you do the same things. Like, I, I, I don't think I could date somebody who's not in travel. I don't think I could date somebody who's like, you know, socially is so different, who doesn't like have the similar lexicon. Like, I don't think like an accountant in me, maybe it could work, but I feel like yeah. somebody who's like in some sort of artistic endeavor is probably going to be this somewhere in the arena. So like, yeah. I think shared experience is important in that because also you're building something. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to end up together, you're going to build something together. So it's nice to like that you're on the same path Yeah. or a similar path. Well, even though Aristotle is vegan, I, I don't think you're, you're not mad, right? Are you okay? okay yeah, but he's still, cool. he's still, he's still, he still like, gets, he's a real lush though, I can tell. Yeah, I mean, he's not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, he's not going to date you, but he'll have like, a drink with you, but we'll not, not a, a shared we'll meal. A, we'll go to Gracias Madre and we will, I actually like that place. We'll hit it up. Yeah. We'll tear it, tear it up. Oh my God. Listen. Mm hmm. So do you think it's fucked up that men pay for meals and stuff like that or like dates? Because here's, no. I'm so confused because I like, watch this movie. I won't stop talking about it. It's called Misrepresentation. Have you seen it? It's a documentary. Mm -mm. Okay. Is it like MISS representation? It is actually. Uh -huh. It's called Misrepresentation. Uh -huh. You can watch it on Netflix. Sure. It blew my That's mind. A terrible last name. Well, Stacy representation. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but so I get so confused. Where, okay, so I want equal pay. I want blah blah. blah. I'm a feminist. All this yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 But then in dating, and I'm glad you're. I have a man of a this handsome man with his mm. face full of hair and this. Uh, <laughs> Tousled hairdo. You're making me sound like an Ewok. To talk to. No, no, no. That's yeah. that's all you. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not putting that on you. But uh, I talked to other girls, and not you're not a girl. Okay, I talked to women. Yep. About the dating thing, where it's like, oh yeah, we're feminists. We want all this equal stuff, blah blah. But then in dating, it's fucked up because there are all these shades of gray. Where it's like we want to be made to feel we like traditional like male female roles. So what are your thoughts? Like, so I. Well, I mean, I I, I agree. I think like I don't think it should be a foregone conclusion. I think yeah, I I. I like to do that. I you, like to be chivalrous. Are I think you lying? It's fun. No, I Why? like to do that. Um, well, because there's, I can. Like, I, I do okay enough and I don't have to worry about it. And I don't want to be like, I, I just want to be like, let's just have fun. You don't have to worry about it. This would be fun. I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I like to do that as well. Like, if I'm out with friends, I like to pick up tabs. Okay. That's a thing that I like to do. What a catch. Oh, my God. You're going to get so many. Totally. It's all happening. New followers. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, but I also don't. I don't think it should be a foregone conclusion. I think it should be like, I am totally, I like to do like when I, me and my ex used to be together, it would always be like, oh, we're splitting. Yeah. Like you'll grab this meal, I'll grab the next meal. And then at a certain point, you know, when you're together long enough, none of that shit really matters. But like that was even like early on. And I like, I think that's good. There should be equality and every shape and form. But I like early on, I like to do that. 
Um, but I think just in general, like I will say like when it's always, it's like always, always a deal breaker when I go out with somebody and it's like a fun time, but there's just like a, um, no sense of gratitude. Oh. And I'm not, I'm not saying like you have to be like, oh my God, thank you so much. But just like, just like a it's, a, it's a foregone conclusion. That's what I mean. It's got to be just a quick little blowy. It doesn't oh have to be God, great. It doesn't have to be great, but just like just make like a, an effort. It can be toothy. I it's don't not, care. It doesn't matter. Just, just like show no, some gratitude. <laughs> no, but just like I, when it's a foregone conclusion, like, oh, you're definitely getting this. Yeah. It's just like a little like, well, I mean, we're both in this. What do you like? The slow-mo uh, reach for the... Oh, uh, no. No. Just even, just even just like saying thank you. That's all. Who didn't say thank you? Give me some I've, horror date I've story. I've gone out with some people who have not said thank you. Okay. And I've not, it's not that a big deal. It's like a, a drink or two, but like, you know, I, I'm a big please and thank you th- person. Yeah. It's, it's so much easier to be nice. It takes like less energy to be nice. Um, I recently finished Beginners. This is a, another tangential aside, but so you and I, I, you told me this is your favorite movie. It's one of them. Yeah. What's your other one? Well, there's a bunch, but okay. it's it's for sure. One but yeah. So uh, so uh, I started watching this movie. We started we started watching. We started the watching other, right? this movie. Mm-hmm. I never finished it. And the other day, I finished it mm-hmm. for you. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, and that's so beautiful. I was like, do I like this movie? I'm not sure if I love it. And then all of a sudden, I'm like weeping. I'm like, I can't believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful movie. It's really it's lovely and romantic and still fun and yeah, so many different like uh, storytelling devices. It's great. Yeah. And also, they are both like, who wouldn't just want to run away with either one of them yeah i think he would he's at his most handsome she's fucking gorgeous i don't like that he's doing an american accent uh, oh it doesn't bother me because i think it feels very real all right that's who you and i are different yeah he's also what talk about a head of hair that guy's got a great you've head got of a hair. similar head of hair maybe all right i'll take it so you used to be an actor right mm-hmm. didn't you okay so how can let me get what i went me, to school for let me figure this out so emerson college emerson college you, you major in what theater with a minor in writing but really i just traveled a lot theater with a minor in writing mm-hmm. you just traveled a lot what do yeah. you mean emerson has a castle in holland so i went there for a semester emerson has a castle in holland yeah i've met so many people who went to emerson yeah there's a bunch of us i can't believe and you guys are all so proud and other people are will tell me like there's like this weird emerson pride um i, I think, think like it's less about the i think what comes from it is uh, not so much the education that you get but more so the people you meet yeah like most of the people almost all my best friends now I met at school and I've worked with for like 15 years and they've been like a great source of like inspiration and stuff. It's not about the school. Like I didn't learn a shit ton at the school, but like I met a lot of people who were like-minded who were like, oh yeah, you're a hard worker. Oh, and you're doing that? I want to do that. So you're there. You're doing the, by the way, I have like a peanut butter sandwich in my my purse because I, and I'm so low blood sugar. You don't have any toddlers. What are you doing? (laughs) I was like, I was like, don't believe low blood sugar for the interview on Sunday because I like stayed up till five o'clock in the morning yesterday. Oh, yesterday or last night? Uh, Last night. So technically this morning I was up till 5 a.m. I went to the comedy store. Yeah, I know, but it's like a bar closes at two. What you? What the fuck? I know. Oh, you. Oh, it was all the coke you did. I was. Oh my god, no! I do not do cocaine. But mm-hmm. I was like, all the comedians was like Brody Stevens, Annie Letterman. All they were not doing cocaine either. But everybody was like I can't lingering. Brody Stevens does coke. Okay, so they're all like meandering and lingering outside forever. And I was like, I got, I got a podcast at the crack of noon tomorrow. But that's so. it. Like gets out at two. So we you meandered for three hours. We didn't leave until like nearly four a.m. Annie gave me a ride home. And uh, and then it took me to like 5 a.m. to fall asleep. Well, that makes sense. It always takes me an hour to wind down regardless of what time I get home. Yeah. Difficult. I'm on but, my phone. I'm refreshing. I'm looking at all my apps or whatever. Sure. So you got to do, do like those last, just squeak out a last oh, 40 anybody? to 50 Snapchats before you go to bed. You just saw gotta, them. No, I didn't. I did I not. I thought you said you saw them. No. Who said they saw them? Well, somebody saw them. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people. I don't really look at Snapchat that much. So I was like, I try. I, oh, you went to the other side. You went to Instagram. Well, I was always on Instagram. I just but you Snapchat did the... never became like a total habit for me. All right, I don't want to so, fight. 
So I was. I know. Well, you just you got into it like later I did, but then you were like all in. I'm so in. Yeah. I like to do like video. Like, I like to do journal heroin, entries. Heroin hitting your bloodstream. You're like, oh, I fucking I'm like, get it. And I hey, love you guys. It. I <laughs> chase this dragon to the end. <laughs> I do like. I like to do intense video journals. Being like, Aristotle hasn't texted me back yet. I actually. Oh no, I've have seen done. that. <laughs> there are sometimes I'll have like a facial mask on and I'll be like, wait, you do an impression of me from my Snapchat. This is actually a love letter to me. Mm-hmm. This. Is my- we're not doing this? What, what, what is it? Oh, I don't know. I thought you were going to do an impression of me on my, my Snapchat. Oh, no. I was just going to say my favorite, what you do. I like it when you just like you sing your little songs. What are my songs? I don't know. Songs that you made up or just you do like sing songs. I think that's you have a really lovely voice and you should do it more. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do an impression. I, my voice is less lovely and it's also very deep and yours is not. Do you know this one? Living my life. Yeah. That's not my favorite. Like, oh. <laughs> it's fine. That's like your theme song, but I like, I like the one that you... Um, if and when you finally meet me, that one. I can't believe it. Yeah, you sent that to me like when we went on our first date or something. She's like, "I wrote this song." And I was like, "Well, this is really fuck." You were like, "I was like, it was a turn on." Oh, it was. Hands off, sure. ladies. He's ta- mine because forever. Were, because you were talented. It's oh like, my oh, god, look at this this girl can do stuff. That's when I was uh, just to, so people know what what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. I, when I was on Raya, mm. I never believed in dating apps. I mean, I know they exist, but like, I I never like was like, <laughs> like I'm they're, for they're Santa this. Claus. Well, I'm just like I'm not for this thing. I think it's like uncomfortable and bizarre, and like mm-hmm. I don't want to like. Uh, Except for Grinder, you're a big Grinder, big Grinder fan because I like Aristotle was like you got to check out Grinders and yeah. well, JK, JK. Um, but then I got on Raya because I got like an invite from the people who created it and when it was in beta form and they're like it's sure. for free I don't have to pay for it and I'm like fuck I talk about dating and relationships all the time and you should check out all the th- as just as purely as like work and sociological I thing do, I did I was never yeah. on Tinder but I have been checking out Tinder recently just because it's just like fun to like lurk and peep these things yeah it's, it's a weird sociological video game it is it's mm-hmm. like the gamification of these bizarre things so I thought a fun thing on Raya would be to message message with guys I would never meet. Yep. S- some of which are like in other countries, like in you know, because I guess Raya decide like thinks that it's for jet setters, so yeah. it doesn't matter where people are, like you can just hop on a jet and go to Monaco and meet this person. Yeah, like people... I did that last weekend. Did you? Yeah. I went to Monaco. I um played some craps. Did you? <laughs> crapped it up. Real crap shooter. So I thought it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. To do this game with people, if they're musicians or whatever, I, I was like, "Hey, how about you write me a song mm-hmm. right now, like spur of the moment, like some kind of weird improv game, and I'll write one for you, and we'll send them to each other." Like, and nobody, and I would go and do it, mm-hmm. and so I wrote that song, Tommy, that you were just humming. Yeah, it's really lovely. So thank you very much. Didn't you use it in your short? No, I used a different song yeah. in my short. Yeah, when, save that one. Save that one. Yeah, it's good. Okay, use it in your feature. I will. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. I can't mm-hmm. believe it. Um, but yeah, but then nobody else would, and then they would, they, they would like stop messaging me. Like I would write them like a handcrafted song for, oh, Tommy, I wrote you this song. Like I said that we should do this fun like, game. Oh no. Yeah. Red flag. Like, Get Tommy? out. Abort. <laughs> Tommy. And he, eject. He'd, yeah. He'd never send me the song that he said he was going to write for me in this fun well, whim. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's very, it's adorable. It's a great song, but like I can imagine getting that. Well, if I got it from you, I would be like, okay, because this is actually is really cute and it also sounds lovely and it's a nice little melody. Thank you. But like if it was like somebody else with my name in a song, I'd be like, uh oh. You should hear the one I'm writing <laughs> I'm hearing for the Aristotle. Jaws theme right oh god. <laughs> um, but where was I going with this? Wait, mm. wait, what? I don't know. I had a thing. I'm sure you always have a thing. Peanut butter sandwich in my bag. This is oh, the problem. Yeah, low, this, this, this is the up, problem. You're up super late. I'm low blood sugar. I should be eating this peanut butter sandwich to like refuel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, up but late. But then you're going to have to talk. You're going to like a dog. Just like, no. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But, 
Oh, God. Hmm. Beginners. Watching Beginners. We're talking about Beginners. You watched that. You thought it was lovely. You're up super late. Blood sugar. Uh, farting. Lots of farting. Oh, wow. That's like the biggest eye roll. <laughs> Wait, weren't you talking to me about some kind of like dating mishap? Is that where we're going? Aristotle, uh, what were we just, just talking about? I was about? talking about like shared experience and stuff like that. Something else, I don't know, a shared, a similar language, like a, having a similar lexicon things. You said, like, what is what do you need? I yeah, don't but know, we're man. actually on a thing. I don't Watching know. beginners? Snapchat. <laughs> a podcast first. A podcast first. Wait, but I was asking for it, but paying for stuff. Yeah. Oh, and the slow-mo... Mm-hmm. Reach for the thing. Do you have any crazy weird dating stories? I, I'm never gonna forget. Mm-hmm. I'm never gonna remember this. Uh, what, I went out with I went with a girl once who like it was. I I think most of the dates I've been on like there's immediately like oh this is not for me but like usually people were pretty nice yeah and you know not that but this was like one time where as soon as the girl sat down I was like oh this is not gonna and she was cute but it was just like I was sitting like across the booth from her as, as far away as we are yeah. which is like not super close it's like three feet four feet between us yeah. And the next day, he just burped. Everybody, I did. I burped. Disgusting. Yeah, I'm a human person. You are. Me too. And I'm not. I'm not disgusted by it. Yeah, me neither. Don't shame me. I won't. I won't. Uh, But the next day, my clothes smelled like her perfume, and I sat across from her for 45 minutes. Oh, was it a horrible perfume? No, it was just like way too strong. It was like a cloud of a cloud around her. And then she told me a story. I mean, she was like nice, but she told me a story about how she is epileptic, um, and that. And I was like, oh. And she's like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I was like, so what does that mean? Can you not drive? She's like, no, I can drive. I just don't, I can't tell anybody that I can't like report my epilepsy because then they take my license away. I was like, well, what hap- have you ever, what happens if you have like an episode while you're driving? And she's like, I can usually tell. So I pull over. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, okay. And then when I was relieving, I, I walked and she's like, you need a ride? And I was like, like, no, nah, all set. That's like that scene in like Annie Hall. No, Manhattan. No, is it Annie Hall or Manhattan? Annie Hall. Hall. Where he's With like, Christopher I just Walken? turn into traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woody Allen's in the car. just like totally freaked out. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. You're in a castle. You're going to Emerson. Yes. You're trying to, you're traveling your stuff. I want to know like how it goes from like, you're in the school and then you how do you end up in Los Angeles writing on various TV shows? And like, uh, at what point are you acting? Like, tell me how you got from there to here. Well, but like I did, real quick and like entertaining. Real quick and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a lot of commercials in college. I was lucky enough to like stumble into doing commercials. So like I had enough, I had like enough money to travel when I was in college and was like not the super poor college kid. I was like my first year. And then after that, like I had all this money because I'd do like a bunch of national commercials and then have cash. It was Where's great. Emerson? In Boston. So you were doing commercials in Boston? I do commercials in Boston. I did some in Las Vegas. I did some in New York. I would just like, there was like, you didn't even need like an agent in Boston. It would just be like, there was like three casting directors and I like made friends with one of them. So they it's would just bring me in for everything. That bone structure. I'm telling it's you. It's the bone structure. Yeah. Exactly. Never doubt it. And um, so I did a bunch of those and then I moved out. When I came out here, I did like more commercials and I did like a couple like dumb like day player things and like TV shows or did like a bad zombie movie like bad not great stuff but like things you do when you're 22 23 yeah and then i um my our good friend dan levy um he friend friend and family friend and family um i remember we were just like tired of like going in through like all these auditions and be like man i really hope i get to be in this piece of shit yeah read a script and be like what the fuck is this this is terrible yeah so then we were like we should just write something so we wrote a feature um 
And the first draft we did, it was like 180 pages. It was like crazy. I was worried, like, how are we going to write a thing that's 110 pages long? And then we're like, oh, no, this is like this is like fucking Beowulf. This is so long. Um, You just overwrote it. Yeah. But then we like cut it down. We like actually. Yeah. (laughs) But then we got to. uh, But that's like just kind of started the writing because I was always doing like writing sketches and stuff in, in college. Um, but that was like the first feature and like before you do it I feel like it feels like such an insurmountable task but then you do it once and like oh yeah look at that we did it now yeah. we not only did do it it was way too long so um do you, so feel like, me- do you feel like it's too long because you're telling yourself the story also and then you've got to pull back and reel it in um I think it was just the first time we done it okay. we didn't know we didn't fully understand structure we just like wrote what we thought would be fun you know yeah. um and like actually going back to it we were 22 when we did it and like reading it it's like it's not the best structurally but it's still funny kind of yeah. anyways so that just started like writing, and then I started like a writers group with my uh, my old writing partner Annie Bevan, and um, everybody else who did it was like you know they were in it, but they were just busy and didn't do it as much. So we were like kind of like, well, fuck those guys. We'll just we'll write together. Yeah. Um, and then we just happened to get lucky. Dan and I wrote a pilot together that we wanted to make, and a buddy of mine who worked at a company brought us in, and like they were like, well, let's turn this into a movie, and we're like, nah. We're done. We're like, well, like, no, we want to do it as a, we just want to shoot the thing yeah. as a TV thing. And they're like, okay. But then they pitched another idea for a movie and I knew it wasn't like a, a great idea, a great fit for uh, Dan because it was like this dance thing. But I was like, oh, Andy and I could do this. So we just like did it very quickly and we're lucky enough to sell it. And then that's like how got into TV. So we did, well, I did movies for like a, a couple of years and I, intermittently I was doing commercials during that period. But then I just got sick and when I was sick, I couldn't like rely on my body but I could always sit on a couch and just write. Yeah. So, you know, because I would like be on steroids and my face would get super big and I'd look like a crazy person. Oh, I know that. Um, so, yeah, I just got more into writing. And then, you know, after doing like features for like four, three, four years, uh, I had a friend of mine who had this show got picked up called Happy Endings. And I was like, hey, man, if you're looking for anybody, he's like, oh, you guys would be interested in doing that? And I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm looking for, like, I like doing movies, but, like, I, you know, I also like, you know, having a consistent paycheck. Yeah. So we did that, and that was six, seven years ago, and been working ever since. And now you Was have... that short and entertaining enough? That was completely short and entertaining okay. enough. So, and but what was, okay, so happy endings, and then to what, and to what, and to what? Happy endings, and then into this show called Breaking In that only, it aired for two seasons, but we only did the first season, because then it got canceled, and then it got brought back. So breaking in and then a community for two seasons. And then we moved to New York to do the Michael J. Fox show for oh, a season. Oh, whoa. Uh-huh. And then came back and I've been on three seasons of the Goldberg since then. And now you're no longer writing partners? No, we split up last year. Why? Or last March. Um, I think for a bunch of reasons. I think like our lives are kind of in a little bit different places. Is she married with kids? She's married with a kid. How, could, how come you guys never fell in love? Writing uh, so close. She's just like a sister. She's like never. It's never. It's never been the thing. Also, she's been dating. Like I lived with her then. Her now husband yeah. when we were in college. So that's when we became buds when they started dating. Oh. Um, and uh, yeah. So we're like in different, a little bit different life places. And I also think we wanted the option to work, get to work together whenever we want to, but not that we're betrothed to. So now we can do that. We can develop things on our own. We can work with other people if we want to. But whenever we want to, we can still work together. And also, you know, it's not getting paid as one person anymore, which is after a while. Cause, oh, better. Yeah, you're not used as one person. Like, we were never... It, the only time, the only thing we ever did together was writing a script together. Otherwise, we were, like, in different rooms. I would cover set. I would edit. She would be in the room. It was like, you know, you're. it's like such a fucking bargain. Yeah. It's a great way to get started. And it was also, like, for me, like, I like... Um, 
uh, what do you call this thing when you work together? Collaboration. Collaboration. I like, I like collaborating. You're a writer, you say? I am, yeah. <laughs> I'm not great with words. Oh, I yeah, do not know where commas go at all. Me neither. No. I don't even like uppercase. Oh, yeah. An email? Come <laughs> on, get over it. Um, yeah, so we did that, and I think it's delightful. We're still working on something together a little bit, and uh, we still work on the same job. Um, but I'm working on things with other people, and I'm working on things on my own. It's just nice. Are you happy? Ah, uh, professionally, uh, yes, I think so. I mean, I, I sometimes work feels a little bit like Groundhog Day, um, but it's like, you know, it's Cadillac problems. It's a great, I like everybody I work with. That's an interesting thing because you and I have different positions where it's like, I have, I never know what's going to happen. It's like mm-hmm. feast or famine where it's like, if I book a commercial or if I'm on a show or, and I, or whatever, uh, you know, I'm always doing something creative, but I, there's no safety net. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so amazing that you have like a, you know, you have a steady thing. That's like just a beautiful thing because I have to like live in constant fear of like, okay, I'm doing great now. Oh my God, it could end at any minute. Yeah. I've got to keep hustling, you know, which is exciting and I feel fulfilled by what I do, but then there's no consistency. So 100%. it's like, and then, yeah, I can understand to have like a consistent thing, but not feel completely It's because it's the inverse because then I, it's so hard for me to find time to... Do, do my, the things I want to do on my own. Which is why I'm so proud that you're doing the podcast because I know I remember you, like, you know, Steve would talk about it and you'd talk about wanting to do it or you're going to. And I was like, oh my God, I hope he does it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I have nothing invested in it, but I was like, oh, I, I hope he follows through and does it because I'm sure it'll bring him a lot of happiness. And then you did. And yeah. I got that right up in Entertainment Weekly. And I was like, I can't believe it. Why did I encourage <laughs> it? Why did I encourage it? What a dumb idiot I am. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, so how do you balance the two? And how do you find. So you say. Well, I, I think it's just. Uh, that's why I like. Um, Cause it was a hard thing, like, cause you work and the hours at my job are not terrible, but like, you know, we still work till like seven most nights and sometimes later, sometimes yeah. we get out like at six thirty. Um, but even though it's like, you're not actually writing, you're just in the same room with the same group of people all day. And like at the end of the day, you're usually pretty tired. Yeah. And if you get out at like seven or seven thirty or eight, by the it's time you get home and you get food. Yeah. And it's just like, if you like want to maintain any sort of social life or if you're dating, yeah. You do that once or twice a week. Uh, so then, like, if you go out one night, and you're tired. So then the next night, you're like, well, oh, I'm going to get some sleep. So just, like, it's a little bit, it's a lot to juggle. I mean, these are all, like, the most bullshit, bougie problems. Whatever. But it's, you know. It's hard to find time. Like, so I've been, I always try to at least work one day of the weekend. And I've been getting the habit the last, like, month or two of if we get out at a decent hour, like, by 7, I will go somewhere instead of going home. And right. And right. And just, like, so I go to someplace where I can eat and like order food and because if I go home there's you're just gonna get sucked into well you gotta there, you, and then I have to figure out food because I am such a bachelor that all I have is like protein bars booze and condiments in my house yeah. That's so there's nothing to eat ever they said condoms I have, I have those too I've got a few of those um, uh and there's and then there's like laundry to be done and there's like internet porn and there's television. There's Are you like very into internet porn? No, but like that's always like a it's always a possibility. It's always sitting there. But I shouldn't be jealous, though, right? As a woman, we shouldn't be jealous of a man's no. porn. Actually, I've I've gotten much less into porn these days. Really? Yeah, I had a conversation with my buddies a while ago, and he stopped doing it like two or three years ago. I was like, huh? Yeah, I guess that's fair. He stopped doing it. Yeah. I mean, why, he, why did he make that decision? Um. The podcast is really coming to life right now. Yeah, I think he was just like, it felt like... Desensitized or something? Yeah, he's like, I also don't want to be a part of, I think, like... Sometimes it's a it's a, it's a a choice for a lot of people, and it's like, it's it's fine, it's healthy to make the choice, but a lot of times it's 
feels like uh, just adding to a machine that like people were doing it out of desperation or doing it, you know, and he just, he just didn't want to be a part of it. And it just felt like he was desensitized. I don't know what entirely what his reason to it is. Yeah. I want um, his name, his full name. I'm just kidding. I can give it to you. Um, <laughs> but you are doing it less because you're like making an active choice to like. And also I just fuck a ton. Oh, so like who right. has the time to. <laughs> no, I mean. Uh, yeah, and you have a dog too. I have a dog. And also like I just, you know, I've. Uh, and there's also like just so much fucking television and I like to see movies I try to go see movies a lot because that's my favorite thing to do but so the, just like all the time the and happiness then, thing though go back to that so it's happiness. like how do you so you're f- wait so you're I feel like I'm getting better at like I mean it all ebbs and flows like talk to me like another two weeks and I'm gonna be like meh or maybe ecstatic but what um, about now Right now, I feel pretty good I feel like I've got things going on outside of work I think work is pretty good and I uh, know what it is um, and you know, um, do you want kids 10 years from now? Like where yeah. do you want a show run? Like, what do you want for yourself? Like if you could like, just paint me a picture of what you want your life to be in 10 years. Um, I think it's a little too amorphous to say what I want entirely professionally, but I just want to be doing like what I'm doing now, but more of it and better. You know, I want to have more autonomy, more ownership. Uh, I would like to have a little bit more freedom. Um, and yeah, personally, you know, I'd like to have be partnered in some capacity. I'd like, I don't need a bunch of kids, but I think a kid because yeah. it feels like an adventure yeah, that, not, that you, you, I think I'd like to experience in life. Yeah. Um. So at some point, I'd like to do that before. I don't want to be like a fucking one of those old dads where like, you remember when you'd be like in high school? That's like my and you'd dad. Like, yeah, exactly. It's terrifying. I have an old dad and I would, I, I'd be How like. your dad? Like 78? Like 80 something? That's an old dad. An old dad. And I'd be like in school being like. With all this in, internal, like, spiraling shame. Yeah, so when you're, like, 15, your dad was 60 or something. Yeah, I'd be like, is today the day my dad dies? Even though he's never going to die because he's, like, so filled with venom and, like, so angry that he's just going to, like, outlive us all, which is, like, ugh, mm-hmm. also super annoying. But, like, I would go to, like, sixth grade. I'd be like, I'd be like, today's the day my dad's probably going to die. Nobody understands what I'm feeling inside. Oh, man. So yeah. you, it's good to hear that you've always been like this. <laughs> I've always, always been, been like this. Just a very tightly woven knot. Do you meditate? Um, I talk no. about it, but I don't do it. I think I could. I think I could get better at that. It's like, but that's another thing. Like, I I like to go to therapy, but I you don't I'll, go to therapy. No, I do, but I don't do it as much as I should because I do it whenever like it doesn't feel like a betrothment. So like I like to do it when like I I have time this weekend and I'd like to go. Yeah, because I can't do it during the week. Um, I just like going when it doesn't feel like another thing that feels like a chore. So like, I like going when it feels you. the most cathartic. Sony lot, meet me at coffee bean and tea leaf. I'll just listen. Uh, I, love I it. can do it. You yeah. probably don't believe me. I, I can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um I think maybe I'll invite Aristotle. He seems like a good listener. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. Um so a kid. Why are girls so into astrology? Do you think are you into astrology? Let me, let me guess your astrological sign. Sure. Libra. Yep. Right? No. Wait, Scorpio. <laughs> nope. Sagittarius. Yep. Yeah? No. Okay, wait, hold on. This Virgo. is a fun Abbott and Costello quartier movie back on. Virgo? Nope. Hold on, wait. Aquarius? Nope. Pisces? Yep. Yeah? No. Aries? No. Wait, hold on, hold on. Mm, You've been through like Scorpio. I think you already said that okay, one. Okay, hold on, wait. Leo. Nope. <laughs> I just spit on you. Well, you're very excited about Leo's. <laughs> My mom's a Leo. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. Hold on. I think you've done all Virgo, of them. Virgo, Virgo, for nope. sure, Virgo. No, no. Do you even on. know what the difference of them are? Do you know like the tenets of these of these things are? Because I don't. So like you're just guessing. Like, oh, what are the other? Like, you're, this is like guessing favorite color. Oh, I know that you are. Okay. An Aries. Yeah. Are you really? No. Wait, what are you? I'm a Taurus. Oh God, just like my father. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no wonder it just didn't full, work out. Full, full of venom. <laughs> That's why I think it would yeah. work out. <laughs> we all redo. I know. I could date you. Yeah. Um, so men don't care about astrological stuff at all? Um, I think there's some people that do. I don't. You don't, right? I think it's... I mean, I like it as much like if somebody says you want to hear a horoscope, I'm like, yeah, sure. But yeah. I don't seek it out. And like, yeah. and like whenever it's says good things, I'm like, oh, all right, I want to pay attention to that. I think it's scary because it's like this weird – like why are women into it but not men? Why do you think? You're, you're, uh, hypotheses. I don't know. I think – False hope? Women like hope? Men are more logical? Maybe, maybe it just falls more into oh. a, a, a cultural learning of like – more of a fairy tale kind of thing. Oh yeah, like the, like the fairy tale. I wake up. like I wake up every morning thinking maybe today's the day I meet the love of my life yeah. to save me. So I think it's more whimsical, like like being a princess or like Barbie, like that kind of. So I don't. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe it's just like more aligned with that. I don't know. This is like could be a gross generalization, but perhaps that's part of it. That seems right. That seems right. It's whimsical, and it's wish fulfillment, which is nice. Yeah, I get scared because I had a psychic psychic on here, mm-hmm. and he like gave me the initials of the man I'm going to end up with. uh Oh. And I feel like that's reckless mm. and fucked up because I know there's like a seed implanted in LSB? my brain. Yeah, it's LSB. Wow. Well, that works out well. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the, the most silence I've ever seen you occupy. I was trying out meditating for the first time. Yeah, how'd it go? Did you go um, to the, the babbling brook? Yeah. Or the white room. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's that in the Matrix? I just saw the Matrix for the first time. Oh, Jesus Christ. What, is that bad? What year is this? What listen, year is this podcast listen, happening? it's 1997 and I'm taking my life yeah. back. <laughs> Watching Freaks and Geeks in the Matrix. <laughs> Next, you, have you seen Caroline in the City? I knew not to watch that then Yo. on purpose. I knew I would never revisit that. Have you heard the strokes? <laughs> they are amazing. Actually, their strokes bum me out because it makes me think of like a time gone by that I'll never get back. Whereas like life is exciting. Like every day mm-hmm. felt sunny and it was like, yeah, I'm going to be young forever. It was fun, but also it was like a different. I aimless, mean, that, aimless. That year of college that that like they really broke was like a, that was like a very frenetic hedonistic year for me. So it was super fun. Wait, LSB. Mm-hmm. So your first name is Lee? Nope. Liam. No, are we <laughs> Leonor. This? Are we, we're doing this? <laughs> Leonor. Yeah, you hit it. It's Larry. I'm a junior. I know, but I, we had, I had to spell that out for my listeners because they're like LSB. She said yeah. he was Steve Baz, aka Baz Bazelon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we got to land this plane. Yeah. Is there anything we haven't touched upon? Because I feel like we accidentally meandered into every room of our psyches. Yeah, I think so. Um, you're kind of almost happy. You have a lot of money. You pay for dates. You're not on a dating app. I think you're you're being a little bit generous, but yeah, I'm fine. And also, uh, yeah, kind of happy. I think I'm working towards it. What could we do to make you happier? Um, I think it's what I need to do to make myself happier, I think, probably. What is that? I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. What do I need? What do you need? What do you see for me from a, from um, a distance, from a... Well, I think you need to look primarily at relationships not as like a game. Not as a game? Yeah. What do you mean? I remember when you broke up with a guy like in February or March or whatever, whenever that was. Are you talking no, about you? It was, no, it was not me. It was, uh, it was like June. Okay. You broke up with a guy. We went to see Paul Simon. Yes. And you were talking about like, I feel like, I feel like he thinks he won. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, that's a very unhealthy way to look at like a dis- dissolution of a relationship, winning and losing. Yeah. That's too binary. It's too sim- simplistic. Yeah, I am aware of that. That's very true. Because yeah, it's like, you know, I think it's it's, it's probably perhaps best to think that everybody's probably trying to do the best they can. And if you also try to do the best you can and go through life 
trying to be as kind as possible, which is not always difficult. Is well, I think it's 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 easier to be kind to other people. It's sometimes hard to be kind to yourself. Oh my and god! I think if you're trying to be kind to yourself and be patient and do the same thing in the relationships and give, you know, the benefit of the doubt, I think things will be a little bit better. Yeah, that's my broad strokes. No, I like that. Yeah. I think there's a lot of internal work for me to do. Sure, we but all got that. I'm in a very confused state where it's, no, we're not oppressed. We're depressed. We're depressed. Right? It's yeah. true. Bringing it back, full circle. There it is. Um, do you regret doing this podcast? No, no, no. This is lovely. I missed like the second half of the Steelers game, but I got to record it. Recorded. It's fine. What? Yeah. Steelers baseball. Yep. Is it really? No. Okay. No. Anyway, <laughs> like. Uh, Thank you for being on the show, Steve Bass. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. Did we hit everything? I mean, let me just check. Yeah, you didn't look at your notes once. Let me Not see. a well, single time. Listen, how do we meet? Barbecue place, Justin and Jill's, right over mm-hmm. the Goldbergs. Yep. Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the blah, Bond blah, blah. Over surgery, mm. Orange is the New Black. Sure. Oh, whoops. Okay, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay, divorce, health stuff, commercial actor, final girl's annoyance. <laughs> do men really want to be married? Apps I feel I can't trust. I actually, yeah, I feel like I can't really? trust men who are on an app. I feel like that's a whole thing where I'm like, but I know people oh. are good and bad, but I also feel like if I, if a man is on Raya, even if I were to be on Raya. Wait, you say you know people are good and bad? I know people are, no, listen, I know that there are good and bad people uh, regardless of, of where you meet them, but I feel like I instantly go, if this guy is on Raya, Right. Well, isn't that also, evil. isn't that like, uh, you're marginalizing like the human experience if it's only good and bad? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just because you're on a thing doesn't mean that you're a bad person. I know, but something. And makes also me because feel... you're like altruistic and like I don't do that doesn't mean you're a good person. That's true. There's there's a, too much gray in between. I know. I just feel like for the same reason you're taking a break from. Uh, well, I think it was apps. it wasn't healthy for me. Yeah. It wasn't. I think it was like it became a point where it was just a. Uh, uh, um, I don't know. It was. I was doing it just because I could. I wasn't doing it because it brought me joy. Yeah, because I feel like it becomes this thing where it's like all of a sudden you've got to like respond to all these. It becomes like a new stress factor where you've got these like you know. Well, I get a lot of messages. And yeah, I don't know it was about just you. like it felt like empty calories to me. It felt like I was only eating cotton candy. Like, yeah. oh yeah, this is delicious for a second, but then it like dissolves in your mouth and you're left hungry and feeling a little bit gross. And why is that though? Why I don't know because I, I think because I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. I was doing it just as a distraction, a, like a loneliness just, eliminator. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I think like you know, I think if you're going into things, it's all about the the context with which you go through shit, right? Yeah. This is what I want to ask you that I didn't ask you before. Oh, yeah. And Sorry, goes, we were like winding up and then I brought it brought it back. I just can't, I can't stop talking. No, I love I it. No, this is, this is usually can't. me. I mean, it's... Fr- with the health stuff, uh-huh. with the divorce stuff, yep. and you're still friends with, with your ex. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that something a girl has to worry about? Because I remember thinking like, I even said to Dan Levy, I was like, maybe I'd be jealous. Like if I were really to be... Oh my god! I, it's well, so I think, bizarre I think that I'm talking been, to you. I think there's some people who are weirded out by it, but I think because it is. It, listen, it is whoever you end up with, whatever. It is an intense thing to deal with. Or it can be like a, for an insecure person mm-hmm. or somebody, uh, or it's an ego thing to be like, well, wait, they, they have this connection. Are they still in love, or, or are they closer than, you know, how does a girl who dates you deal with your relationship with your ex-wife? Yeah. even though your ex-wife is with a, is, has a new partner and, mm-hmm. and who is with a woman. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a that is a difficult question. I think it's, uh, I think it's a lot of people that I think I've encountered, um, people who don't know me that well or know our relationship that well. I think like, maybe it's me just projecting, but I think I get a lot of like internal, like pity or like, Oh, that poor Sedge. Pity? Well, just like, why? why, like, why is he doing this? Why he can't stop? 
Um, wait, wait, what do you mean hooking into his ex-girlfriend, his ex-wife? What do you mean? Yeah, doing I think, what? I think just like you're, why are you like, you're, you're hanging around? Why are you still there? I think it's like, oh. I've gotten that vibe or else people have said some things akin to that. Um, but for me, yeah. it was like, we went through so much and it's just more of like, it's a family unit. That's not what it was. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree. I think it's like sometimes maybe perhaps complicated for women, but I also think it's like a, Deal it's, with an, it? it's another metric of like. Look in the handle. If you're not like into dogs, we're probably not going to, we're probably, you're probably not the person for me. If you're oh, not, yeah. if you're like a didactic vegan, if you're like a chill vegan, like this guy. Yeah, like you know, Aristotle. But, like, if it just like, if like there's certain things that like, oh, that's good for you. That's yeah. fine. But it's probably not going to be, this is just like another metric of like, oh, we're probably not, yeah. our stars are not aligned. You will meet uh, where you're at. You're a Capricorn and I'm a Taurus. This is how it goes. I'm going to exactly how dare you. Oh yeah, but yeah, you share a dog with Lauren. Mm-hmm. You share a Netflix account. Yeah, I just don't know. I'm not good technologically. I don't know how I know. that works. I remember when we were watching never, Beginners. Yeah. We were watching Beginners. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to figure out how to not have that yeah, happen. Yeah, and it's like Lauren's. I'm like, wait, are you still sharing a Netflix thing with your ex-wife? And you're like, yeah. And But now that I've known you for longer mm-hmm. and it's like we are friends. Like it's like uh, just a longer. It takes me a long time to trust a person. Sure. And to feel cozy with well, somebody and safe okay. with them. And yeah, totally. Like now I get it. Now I like, you know, I wouldn't feel a certain way. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel threatened or uncomfortable or confused by or whatever because you have a life. But it is a complicated one. It is very yeah. intense. To, but to My share life has a dog. been kind of complicated and tumultuous. So yeah. it's, it's a lot to take on, I think, perhaps. But I also feel like you are such a solid person that, that uh, it's nothing. It's, it's just, I it don't is, know. It's just another, another, another badge of honor. Another badge of, of God, goddamn armor. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I said honor. You said armor. That's telling. I'm an honor. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just want to protect yourself, and I'm just I'm proud. I know. I, I didn't mean armor. I meant honor. Uh-huh. I think I'm starving. Yeah. It's like I need to eat that sure, peanut butter sandwich sure. in my bag. Um, but through all the stuff, how did you like? Do you? This is a question I like to ask. Do you emotionally spiral now? Do you get insecure? Do you get in your head? Do you get sad? All these things, yeah, all those things, and and through like the being sick, getting divorced, living your life, working in like high pressure environments like TV and like being on, like working on a show, when you all these feelings come up that I'm sure have come up that you've had to grapple with, what are your tools that you use to like, uh, you know, not spiral and to not feel insecure or sad or um, angry? Oof, probably booze. Oh really? That's no. an honest answer. That's a real answer. Um, I mean, like, look, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think to to some degree. I mean, I'm not I'm not a real booze bag, but I mean, like, I think that's like a thing. Like after work, yeah, I'll have a drink. Yeah. Uh, I also like to. I don't know. I feel like if I'm feeling stressed out, I lean into like exercise. That's I think great. That's don't a feel good, guilty. Good you're like leading with booze, and then you're like, yeah. oh, I also exercise. Sorry, embarrassing. No, I don't know. I mean, I think like I try to do healthier things like therapy and channel stuff into work, but I don't know what the answer to that is. I mean, like I think well, I think a lot thing. of it you just have to you have to sit in it, and that's the hard part. Because the hard part is feeling uncomfortable with feeling insecure or feeling um, sad. And I think by and large, sometimes you just have to you have to marinate in that for a while, and the only thing you can kind of there's no way to like expedite getting out of that. I think it's just kind of like over time, like learning why am I feeling insecure? Is it because like I'm not doing, I'm, if it's a professional thing, is it because I'm not, I'm, I want these other things. Okay. But maybe I would feel better. I'd feel less insecure if I was like doing the work to get me those things. Yeah. Same thing like, and emotionally, 
Like if I feel lonely, why am I feeling lonely? Oh, because I'm not doing the healthiest things to make me feel fulfilled or uh, I'm not hanging out with the people that are going to make me feel fulfilled. So I feel like it's like whenever you feel those feelings, like maybe a little bit just stop to be like, why do I feel this way? Yeah. And if you do that, maybe you can kind of eradicate that or at least lessen it in the future. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just bullshitting because I don't know how to stop those feelings. Do but... you get sad though? Oh, sure. Do you get insecure? You always seem so solid to me. You always seem oh, like no, so... I get super sad. You do? For sure. And insecure? Yeah. Insecure, I... I've less. Si- I sit le- no, I get insecure for sure, but I, I sit less... Um, I don't, the sadness I like will lean into cause like, like, ah, oh, well at least like this is like, feels like a cathartic feeling. Like I'm feeling things cause I feel like I'd rather feel shit than feel like underwater and numb. Um, but like, yeah, like I, I love going to movies by myself all the time cause it's like carte blanche to like, oh, I'm in a dark room, Ooh, man, I'm going to fucking drink, drink a soda and cry my eyes do out. Do you cry a lot? Oh yeah. You do? For sure. Less so than I used to, but yeah. God, you are like an emo kid. Were you like an emo high school kid, like into like uh, emotional music or like uh, uh, Morrissey? Were you into Morrissey? No, I was never into. Okay. I mean, I got into the Smiths, so yeah. that's as far as that went. Like same, same diff. Yeah, but I never got into a solo career. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. But yeah, I got yeah, sure, sure. I mean, my first AOL instant messenger name. Oh my god, was all alone Basalone. Really? Yeah, that's embarrassing. If there's yeah. nothing else people take away from this podcast. Yeah. There's that. Hit me up on AOLIM. <laughs> oh my God. Can you still check it? I have a Hotmail account that I I've don't still. Know. I have a Hotmail account, I assume, somewhere. I think Hotmail accounts are coming back. Oh, yeah. That's like tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Like tapes. Cassettes. My Hotmail account was Alexi and me at Hotmail.com. That's cute. Mine has always just been S. Bazalone at Hotmail or Gmail or whatever. Where can people find you for real besides that account? Oh, uh, I guess Instagram? I don't know. You don't even care. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. go check out my podcast. That'd be nice. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, we've already done this in the intro for your whole thing. Oh, yeah. In the be, short intro. It's going to be buried in the 40-minute intro. In the, it'll be like a two-minute intro uh-huh. in honor of you. It'll be like a minute-long intro. Right. Your credits, all your stuff. Um, I think I've touched upon everything. We really have now. I really don't think there's anything to fucking squeeze out of you. No. I mean, too easy. Too yeah, easy. Yeah, you just lean into the farts. Oh! God damn it! Please don't end on that note. Anyway, thank you so much for being on my podcast. It's a delight. Thank you for having me, my dear. Thank you, Aristotle. You're the real hero. (laughs) Now leaving Nerdist.com. 